Oh, hell yeah. That was extra. Ha ha. It was a lot in there. I liked it. There's a lot of fucking excitement. It was like a little French, too. It was like, oh, hell yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Mike Busey. If you already knew that, joined by my wonderful co-host, Miguel Colon Jr. What's up, everybody? This is episode seven. Because you know they're fucking counting to home like... There's probably, like, some really shitty bookie somewhere in a basement. Like, I, I bet you they fucking quit after 10 episodes. That's it. It's like, hey, I want to put the line bet on Mike Busey podcast. Uh, what's the over and under on seven episodes? Yeah. I'll we, take that. And I'll also put some action on, uh, on the Mighty Ducks. So we, we want to first and foremost thank anyone who's actually listening to this. Thank you. We've been getting some good responses. People have been hitting us up. I haven't heard anything here, negative, and that's crazy because I always hear something ne- at least negative about everything. And I want life. you guys to keep, if, you, if you're listening to us on iTunes, to please keep giving us reviews. I hope they're positive. Start um, making usernames and just start fucking fabricating five stars. Oh, my God, this fucking thing changed my life. I want there to be like some Chinese fucking internet bank going off with nothing but little kids signing on to the Mike Busey podcast, giving it a good review, and then signing on with another name. If we have any of those like hacker dudes out there that wants to like start one of those like uh, view farms where they just start fucking running our podcast to a farm of fucking computers that gives us all kinds of fake views, great. Anything to bump us up a little higher. We, 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 want, we want more. We're doing great. Honest to God, we're doing great. But it does break your heart because you go on and you look at like the Joe Rogan podcast. You're like, okay. You're like, we've got 100 good reviews, five-star reviews. I'm like, fuck yeah, we're doing great. Then look at the Joe Rogan podcast. It says 397,000 five-star reviews. And I'm like, maybe we're just doing okay. You know, you know? it's kind of right now we're in that point of where re- I'm you, – you, you never left. But I, I, I took a six-year break. But I feel like we're still in this like, all right, we've got to claim back what is ours. Yeah. And uh, it's cool because we're like a shitty rock band that's still not blown up yet. We haven't got booked at the House of Blues, but we're we're doing like some pretty big churches right now, and we're yeah. pretty jazzed. We're doing Blues House, and we're like, "What's Blues House? Is that like the House of Blues? No, our, our drummer Blue, uh, he's doing a party, and he's, he blew his brains out because yeah. he was doing heroin and he was suicidal because our fucking gig sucked, but. We're like this super legit, but we're still underground. So if you are listening, you should feel very excited because you are one of the, the few first to the party. Okay, Because I know once we, if we keep doing this, I feel we that- hit a, We hit a bump today, guys, where oh, yes, a lot of, did. like, not to get into tons of detail, but a lot of important shit happened. Oh, we're going to go in, you know me, I'm going to go into tons of detail without giving too much detail. <laughs> and we almost didn't do the podcast today. We were like, we could do it tomorrow. One of our followers on the Facebook group, the Mike Busey Sausage Castle Facebook group, which you should join if you're not already, um, he fucking posted a meme of some like TV show, and it was a diagram like of uh, like storytelling, right? Storytelling. It looked like an FBI like crime solve puzzle. Like this is how the story started. And there's like a, a string of yarn that goes like 20 different webs. And that's how they were, like, basically comparing to my storytelling, too. It's definitely, like, you guys ever get one of those little maps or little puzzles when you were a kid? And it's like, start here and try to find your way to the end without hitting, like, the, the wall. That's a Mike Busey story, except 30% of the time it hits a wall. And then, 30, and, that's very great. Well, I was going to say, you. and then another 30% of the time it just stops and goes into another puzzle. Like, it starts out as this one puzzle, and then next thing you know, it's like a word search. Okay, guys, you know how sometimes you got to restart your phone or your, or your computer, it gets filled up with hard drive space, and... 
Well, that's my brain. I would say this. Listening to your story sometimes reminds me of when I'm having a dream because it starts out and I'm like in school and I'm naked and the next thing you know, I'm flying. Hell and you're like, how yeah. the fuck did I get there? I had the same <laughs> dreams. I spent years of my life literally like trying to fly at will, but then you always flew. When oh you my didn't God, really you too? To. Like I have been trying to lucid dream and control flying for. Ever. Well, speaking of that, I spent most of my life trying to fuck. Oh, my God. I would get, there would be this hot girl in my dream, and I'd be like, man, I'm trying to fuck. Yo. And I, 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 it took years. It took, yeah. it took, you know, my entire life. I would say about 10 years ago, I started fucking in my dreams. Boy, I, I started penetrating. I've been fucking in my dreams since, like, I've been dreaming of fucking. But, but, here's the thing. I've been fucking my pillow since day one. Yo, all day, every day. But, here's the thing. There are, like, some girls... That I've always wanted to fuck in my life that I never had a fuck dream with. All right, you want to And hear that's it? heartbreaking to me. All right, here's here's a fucking... Here's, we'll just go right at the gate. we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. As always, but today has definitely got a whole lot to talk about, which we'll probably spend 80% of the show talking about fucking UFOs and aliens and shit. But anyways, so you just brought this up. By the way, this is the first show. Make this notice in your fucking minds that we have zero notes because we normally print out uh, and we've actually, we're saving trees today. Oddly enough, do you know that the other shows you've listened to have been somewhat planned out? <laughs> we're going wild as fuck right now. Woo! This is the circus. There are no ropes. The monkeys, the ringmaster. We lost one of the bears. We have no fucking clue we're what's going to happen. Miguel. We're fucking artists. Oh, we're just yeah. trying something new. Oh, yeah. So, I um, had a crush on a girl. Oh my fucking god! The girl who who got in a fight with Bianca, Don, Don Near. Okay, yeah. So I used to have uh, st- uh, dreams, and you know you can't control your dreams. One time I had a dream that me and my dad were fucking her, like <laughs> on the hood of my Honda Civic, and then twenty one years later she comes and fights my roommate. <laughs> It's, I mean, what are the odds? Hold on, that wasn't the story I was trying to say. No. So there's this girl named Lori Meredith that I was in a foster home together, uh, together, and she was kind of a bully, and she was a little older than me. She had big-ass titties. Well, I used to sneak over to the girl's room going, hey, psst, hey, hey, can I come in? And all the other foster kids would be sleeping, and we were like, I think 12 or something, you know? So I'd sneak into the room, and I'd be like, hey, what's up? Hey, hey, c- come down to the basement. And then she would let me play with the titties. Nice. But I, I never, like, did anything else with her. I just played with her titties. And uh, fucking. We're talking about dream fucking. Yes. So I always had this little crush on her, right? And fast forward many years later, my You dad, fucked Dawn on the hood of the car with your dad? No. Oh, this, okay. that, that made me think of it. Uh, this, my dad wind up going. Your <laughs> dad got in this again? Okay. No, 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 no. no. I'm, oh, my God. I'm so glad I told the first part about Dawn because. Guess what happened in reality? The girl that I lived in a foster home with playing her titties, Lori. Never got adopted. <laughs> no, definitely not. This, she was bad. She was a she bad She aged girl. out, motherfucker. She's a good, we're, we're friends. We met, you know, we've seen each other again. We're friends on Facebook and shit. Now I've definitely just opened up a Pan's Door box. Um, thank you for all y'all who have been texting me. And yes, it's really my fucking number. Just go back to one of the six other episodes and find out what my phone number is. Because I've been talking to a bunch of motherfucking people. And I talk back and I text and shit. Don't, just don't call me. This makes it weird. Don't call. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm You're filling dead, this yeah. chick's titties. Fast forward. Uh, my dad's drunk. He's like, ah, hey, man, I got to tell you something. Just don't tell your sister. Remember old Lori? I was like, yeah. He's like, well, I went on a little business meeting. I was in Charleston. Next thing you know, we were drinking and we met up. One thing led to another. I fucked her. 
And my dad's one of those dudes who like. Wait, he has wait, to wait, get wait. Was Lori the big titty girl? Yes. How how old was she then? How old was she? Yeah. Oh, uh, she's like like in her forties or something now. So oh, but when your dad fucked her, she was like in her twenties or something like that. No, no, no. My dad fucked her like recently, the last couple of years. Oh, okay. So. Uh, key key for yes. me liking this story okay, okay. <laughs> so there was no pedophilia activity okay i was a young boy she was a young lady she was older than me some titties got squeezed and shit i actually rode in the back of a truck on all the way from charleston to oh co- yeah because we both talked about it was columbia zoo with a right? bunch of yeah. monkeys and shit yeah yeah um true story anyways true um, story yeah, fucking... Uh, so your dad fucked her? My dad fucked her like 20 years later. Damn, because all she ever wanted was a dad. And I was like, damn, dad, I used to fill her fucking titties back at the foster home. And he's like, really? I was like, yep. I was like, damn, we're almost Eskimo brothers. I was like, I've been dreaming this whole, my whole life. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, there was this hot girl I went to high school with named Don. I had a dream one time, me and you ran a train on in the, in the hood of my Honda Civic in the woods. And that shit fucked me up because I looked at you sometimes and like, damn, you got a big ass dick and I got a small dick because you're not really my biological father. Oh, like, oh, then he gets, he gets caboose on the train. Yeah, yeah. No. So, yeah. So, basically, I forced my dreams from uh, <laughs> my dreams of me and my dad running trains became fucking reality. And guess what? I completed the whole story. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm out. train. End of podcast no seven. We just nailed it. Yep. <laughs> we stuck the landing. Yep, and but we got some a lot of things to talk about. We we got a lot we, of, we actually don't. We have no notes. I was about to say we shouldn't talk about. Here, here's the thing: we're not going to be those assholes. Where, like some big things happen, and we don't want to talk about them. The only thing is, they're just in the stage where like you'd be an asshole to talk about them because they're just floating in the air, and we got them close to nailing down. Oh, Miguel, things are floating, but they're going to happen. They're going to happen, but man, I don't talk about it until until it's done. So we had two big meetings. One was very very big. Which deals with like government shit, you know, yeah. legalities and stuff that you gotta, you know, do to protect your ass and stuff. And and if you get, you know, this type of clearance, then you get to do some really awesome shit. Then this other fucking thing had something to do that Rowdy Rob brought to our attention. And and I will tell you the truth. From the beginning, I was like, "Me too." This meeting might be cool, but I don't think it's as cool as the first meeting. And it turned out to be way fucking cooler. I'm like, I'm, we almost didn't do the podcast. That's because that's how dynamic the meeting was. Because we we met with this individual, and to let you understand how important this meeting was, Mike literally was rubbing his head, pulling his nipples, and his knees. Yeah, I when was you like, give oh. all three of those, it's like holy shit. It's I'm like still were, sweating over here. If you were playing poker against Mike and you saw him start rubbing his head, pull his nipple, and rub his knees, even if you're looking at your hand and you got two fucking aces and there's two aces on the table, I'm a tell. Throw I'm your tell. fucking hand in because oh, yeah. he I is got killing it. it. Yeah, I'm pretty jazzed because like, I was definitely getting tired, and I was just like, oh my god, we are sitting down with an individual that it, we we'll say this part. I'll let me say because I know you're yeah. like, I think we should. But go no, I'm not gonna say the full thing. Yeah. We sat down with an individual that was a part of, okay, when the history books are written and they look back at the yearbook of 2020. It was one of the biggest things of 2020. One of the biggest things of 2020. And we got the inside scoop on stuff, which was really funny because. Straight from the horse's mouth. Straight from the horse's mouth. And and it's it's a project we're going to work on now. Straight from the tiger's mouth. That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. <laughs> and this individual sat down with us for hours, and we we got some. We we call, We had to call some big motherfucking. We had to call. We had to call some lawyers. We had to fucking. We had to like. All right, listen. Let's. If we're gonna do this, let's do this. And uh, hopefully, we follow through because this is pretty big. 
So hopefully we follow through because r- realistically we could end up at a fucking yard sale and for buying the- like used fucking masks tomorrow and not give a fuck about any of this. And I did, I definitely did. As I look at the Kool Aid Man costume that's directly in front of yes. me, that we just we didn't need. We any mask in here. As I look at every mask in here, I think about budget for things. That's what I think about all the time. What things cost us? And as I look at duplicate like poodle masks, whoa, whoa, that was, that was an Amazon mask. mistake. Okay, <laughs> I clicked one, they sent two. <laughs> Fuck you, Amazon. We a went baboon. You know, Amazon sent me some shit on accident. It was like a four hundred dollar router, and they actually sent two. And this guy called. He was like, "Hello, uh, is this Mike? I sent you." Uh, package, da, 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 da. and I was like, what? I was like, oh, you mean the router? He's like, yes, that's it, the router. I was like, oh, what about it? He's like, uh, we accidentally sent you two, and you paid for one. I was like, uh, so do you work for Amazon? He's like, no, we are a third party, and I couldn't hang out fast enough. I was like, gotcha, <laughs> bitch. Gotcha. Finally, all them times I went to Taco Bell, and they shorted me my burrito, they fucked up my shit. I finally got the man. I got a fucking $400 router. I ain't giving this shit back. FBI got to kick this door in. Jeff Bales, you better show up on a fucking jet because I ain't giving that shit back. You know what I would have told him? I'd be like, yeah, man, just send me the shipping and we'll ship it back. And then when, when after he sent you the oh, money. Oh, they tried. They, they did. They sent me a box. On, I'd be like, yeah, you know, we sent it. That's crazy. You just go to Amazon customer service. They'll be cool. <laughs> They'll fix it. We've spent a lot of money at Amazon, and I... I do not regret Corn Man or the Great Man, okay? So fuck all of you. And um, we've uh, spent a lot of money on Amazon because when I when I was getting ready for the for the audit we did last time, I went through like last year. Go ahead. You can't just breeze over that. Yeah, we got we know, audited by the IRS. Well, that's who audits you. Not like well, uh, not not everyone that pays. Not everyone who listens to this might not pay taxes. Miguel. I will one hundred percent agree with you <laughs> on that. Not everybody in this room pays taxes. But when we got audited, and I know all their names. Yeah, I start. I went through last year's shit because I was like, all right, just in case we get audited for last year too. Because you know they tell you, even even our accountants, once you get audited, you're probably gonna get audited. Yeah, again. you're in the system. Yeah. Well, I started going through last year's shit, and there were just Amazon purchases. Where it got to the point where I was really sad because we were only like four months into the year, and I realized we spent more on Amazon than I made that year. <laughs> and then I started looking at stuff, and I was like, well, what did we buy? I'm thinking, what kind of equipment? And it's like, donkey mask, donkey mask, donkey costume, official donkey costume. First of all, there's not a goddamn donkey on the premises, okay? <laughs> so I appreciate I appreciate if you do some fair, balanced okay. journalism. When we got official Star Wars costumes, some of them I was like... I- you, we call Robert a nerd. We're spending nine hundred dollars on an X-wing fighter costume. Like one hundred and fifty. Let's get, let's name, get name, the I can tell you how much I spent on everything in here. I got a. I can't remember a girl's name from last night, but I can fucking tell you everything I spent on everything. In my and life. I like that we bought like we bought the real deal Darth Vader costume. But then the helmet was the same fucking price as the costume, and we're like, ah, we're putting a cat head on. Oh that yeah, shit. <laughs> he got substituted real fast. Uh, fucking Robert, our camera guy here. He's like, oh, I want to try on that Dark Vader. He's already like, oh, I guess I found my Halloween costume. He couldn't get it on with his boner. <laughs> hey, listen, if you're a personal friend of mine, or even if you're even if you're listening to this show, do not go to Spirit. We're cutting everyone's throat. We got everything you need at discount prices. Just leave us your driver's license and your car keys, and we'll we'll let you we'll rent you out a costume for the night. You know how Spirit always puts itself in like abandoned buildings and shit with everything that closed from covid do you think everything's gonna be a spirit this year oh, they're gonna pass by your favorite restaurant that's a spirit there's a high school that's a spirit now that used to be a chili's what the f- a spirit what the hell why is the courthouse a spirit you know 
Man, I, I hope, listen, uh, in the midst of all this shit, uh, if they try to cancel Halloween, I'm going to, I don't care. They can take me to jail. They are not canceling our annual drunk people in costumes Halloween party. Okay. It ain't happening. And there are people there. I don't know who the fuck it is. I don't know if it's a TikToker or YouTuber, some young dude in LA who had a fucking at a party. Oh, he threw a big party at his house. Yeah. And they fucking shut off his fucking power and his electricity. And listen. I ain't trying to go deep into the fucking matrix right now because that's Lord knows that we do it all damn day every day. There, there, there are podcasts happening when there's no microphones, no cameras. Let's just say that. There, if y'all could be a fly in the wall of shit that me and that's why we're doing this. Stephen, Stephen Wells, our computer guy, I'll definitely still give you fucking credit. I'll stroke your dick from here, okay? And I'm gonna pat you on the back. He is, he is one of the major key players and in the influence of bringing this back, me and Miguel, back to the airwaves because. He would listen to our fucking stories and our and our conversations on a daily here at the office and be like, motherfuckers, just get in there and sit down and talk. And it took a whole bunch of more bullshit, a whole bunch of fucking more technical shit, and we're like, you know what, let's do it. And then we still have no direction on what we're doing. None whatsoever. I bet you don't even remember what you were about to talk about. You're dead ass <laughs> right. 100% right. Fuck. Hey, guys, when we were having those big meetings, though, like... Uh, there, there's a there's a point in a meeting where like I think sometimes Mike you think of better words to use for the thing you just said. <laughs> and I'm like, it's almost like he's cutting, he's doing takes because he'll explain something for five minutes, then he'll explain it again, but with like better words. And I feel like you're like they're gonna they're gonna want that take. That's the one they're gonna want. <laughs> Every time I'm doing some type of fucking Hollywood shit, I'm like, it's, it's like when you start fucking up. That's when I'm done. I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck. Once I get, like, stumbled in my mind, yeah. it just takes over. And it's like 100, take, take four. We did 147 takes of for, a for a casino ad. And it changed drastically from take one to take 147. And then your girlfriend, Courtney, had to stand there next to you. And she was in, like, I think heels or something like that. And she was dying. And, 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 like, at take 90, after every take, we stopped. For, like, three seconds, Courtney would just sit down for a second just to rest her legs. Sometimes I'm one take Jake. I knock it out of the park right off. But if I get stumbled on, it's mainly you, Miguel. Because you're like, come on, Mike. Here you go. Take 400. And then you're when just- I'm at take 400, I am like that. I'm not going to lie. But, yeah, no, but take too. one through 70, I'm pretty chill. You know, because <laughs> we can't find a goddamn good editor around here. So we like we know we can't fucking take we can't edit this shit together. We got to take we got to get it from the start to the end and, and be done. Everything's got to be live. We're like 19 fucking 40s television. You know, everything's got to be live because if it's not, it's just, it ain't going, welcome to Christmas special 2019. The moral story is we do. Feed, uh, I do personally. I don't know. I'm sure Miguel does, too. I feed off the energy that y'all give us when you send us messages and you say, yo, I'm listening. I love it. Da, 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 da. I've had chicks be like, oh, my God, I just drove to fucking North Carolina and I listen to y'all shit. Oh, my God. We got famous friends that listen to our show. We're getting to the point where you could drive because we have seven podcasts. They're all about two hours long. You could drive, drive a cross country trip and like you could go to almost Chicago listening to our podcast straight and then you stop and then you wait for us to upload the next episode then you keep driving that's it man every that's week it. you just stop you're like this is where i'm staying okay yeah i mean we're I, a lot of y'all guys are like yeah whoop to do who cares everyone's a podcast that's why i probably never came back for so long because i was like i don't like to be doing shit everyone else be doing you that's know, why i, I use the poop knife yeah, that's why poop, poop coat hanger. Poop coat hanger. Yeah, I'm cutting edge. You know what? Y'all seen all those sham wows, all that bullshit. Y'all gonna see the poop co- shit co- coat hanger uh, soon. You're gonna see somebody out there on Amazon selling a, a shit hanger to cut. 
<laughs> you gotta cut and then we're like, damn, Mike Busey was the first game, first motherfucker uh, chiseling shit from his ass on a bidet <laughs> with a coat hanger. I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that is exactly Pioneer. what you're doing, though. You are chiseling George of ass shit wiping. from your ass yeah. with a coat hanger. How did you pick the coat hanger over anything else? Well, hold on. Hold on. Let me, first of all, first of all. Because if you're not a member, you can't see this. Every three episodes, I think we cover something about shit, and I don't care. I'm happy. It's cool, okay? whatever. You can fast forward it. Um, it's not a normal coat hanger, Miguel. It's a Walmart plastic. It's got girth, okay? It's thick. It's like a half an inch wide, so it's good for chiseling, and it's it's smooth on the end. It kind of just rolls off for you. It's kind of like a little uh, little a bull nose. like You can just drip off, swing it. And like just fucking ramming it down in your gooch. You can get all that shit, and then water's like. I'm picturing like somebody in Boston knocking the ice off of their windshield in the morning. Exactly. (laughs) I'm chiseling shit up my ass with water. I shit in the toilet, and then I get my fat ass up, and I squat down on a bidet, and I turn the water on lukewarm, and I just let that fucking heavenly peace water glide over my anus. And then then after I've had enough, and then make sure you got to do a little ass hat. You got to spread the ass cheeks so they can get up in there. Because ain't no, if you just sit on the toilet regular. With your ass cheeks closed, you just fucking spackle in your ass cheeks. You got to get up in that anus. You player. get a good ball wash, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they got the front piece on there. They got the front piece. You turn it on. You can wash your... You can pull your... You're, you're Spanish. Yeah. Are you circumcised? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. First, well, you know the first penis I ever seen was uncircumcised was, was from a uh, Spanish guy named Gabriel Santiago. We he covered showed, this. We covered we? this. Oh, yeah. Like twice. See, that's the problem. It all blur. <laughs> it all... Our, our business conversations... Uh, well, party, I mean, if we just out, stay away from shit and dicks, we'll probably... Cover some new stuff, but I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. So. Gabriel Santiago, his uncircumcised dick, and then who's the dude that? Uh, you- I love how I say their first and last name, and these are I'm not making these people up. These are real fucking people. You can find them. You know who was the who was the homeboy of yours? You accidentally set on fire. Gabriel Santiago. It was Gabriel Santiago. <laughs> yeah. Tell them about that. I fucking. I used to find my dad's dirty mags, and he kept them in the bottom left drawer, but he was sneaky. He, he had to pull the drawer out, and it was on the floor. It was on the carpet, so you had to actually, like, like fucking national treasure. You got to fucking decipher the code, pull the dresser out, and it's on the carpet. And I would grab a, a trash bag and uh, go out to the woods and beat my dick. And then I would fucking bury it like a cat burying its turd Anyone listening, with a trash bag. What, like, only when we were kids. When is the last time in your life that you've jacked off in the wilderness? Like, bro, left your house. these I internet mean, motherfuckers are soft. I they, come from they the don't fucking know. woods, They bro. don't know, because I remember that, too. I remember I had a spot that was, like, behind a building. <laughs> and I was like, ew. This is my... The same way, like, crackheads find a good den to blast off. I was like... This is the jack-off spot. I remember I liked it because it had a little bench because I always like to oh, lay down yeah. and do it. Comfort So I could key. lay down, but nobody could creep up for me from the back, but I could look my head over the wall nice. and see people. Strategic. Coming. I like it. Strategic. That's all because, man, you just, as a kid, you never fucking had that any time to yourself. We all know There's that no the time. biggest fear as a child is, is not getting caught masturbating. Like, if you get caught jacking off, if you are stroking your dick and you look into the eyes of your mother... <laughs> That's that's game over right there. That you don't fucking you miles. You went from being a doctor to a, an inmate. You just ruined your whole fucking if destiny. If you look life. into your mom's eyes at the exact moment that you ejaculate, Robert's like, "That's what's wrong with me." They caught me <laughs> fucking beating my dick. You'll be sterile for the rest of your life. That's how your boys stop swimming. You just you're like, oh, and then your mom's like, "Hey, I went to the store." Oh, <laughs> oh you know how many times I jumped over? Hey, what are you doing in here? 
there like, oh! Did you do the long showers, long baths thing? I used to, but then I started burning my pee hole because I didn't understand the soap ain't supposed to go down there. I was like, oh, why is my pee pee burning? I'll just rub it repeatedly. I'll tell you one that got stroke, me. Stroke, 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 One that got me probably like fucking 10, 15 years ago is I like spicy foods, and I was chopping up all these fucking jalapenos to saute them, and then uh, I, oh. I, I, I didn't think it through, man. I washed my hands, but that's an oil. Like, it's not going to come off a little really good washing. I gave the, gave the fellow a little systems check, and that jalapeno juice went down my dick. And it burnt so bad. This is not an exaggeration. I put my dick in a cup of milk. I think I've seen like, that episode of Mr. Like, Wizard. <laughs> I've seen that. That was a Mr. Wizard there's episode no, after There's dark. no way of getting rid of it. You just ride the burnout for a little bit, and then there just gets to it. And then there's this weird plateau where you're like, it's kind of good. And then you just burn a little more, you know? <laughs> Man. You know, I think 80% of life as a, as a male uh, growing up is like... Injuring ha- your dick. Yeah, it's like... what. Just learning about your penis and what what magical powers it has. What was what was your biggest dick fear? My mom used to tell me that if you wore jeans and didn't put on underwear and zipped it up, the oh. odds were you were gonna cut your dick with your zipper. And like uh, I was, I've been terrified of that as an adult and everything because my buddy Nate, uh, my homeboy Diggs, his dad zipped his pants up and caught the tip of his dick in there, and they had to remove it. But after the, on, not his dick, on, they had to remove, oh, okay, they okay, had to remove okay. the skin. But after that, his dad couldn't get down the stairs in less than 25 minutes. Like, to walk down the stairs took him a full-on, like, almost half hour. And one time, Diggs told me the story that he was fucking a girl in the living room. And his dad was like, Nate, what you doing, boy? What you doing? He was like, nothing. And the girl was like, Nate, you got to stop. Your dad's coming downstairs. He's like, no, 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 no. It's going to take him at least 20 minutes to get down these stairs. We got time. (laughs) We've talked about it. Like A lot of this show is going to be about our childhood because we just start reflecting on things. And we're 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 very close. To, how old are you, Miguel? Thirty-eight. And You're I'm thirty-nine. 39. I'll be I'll be the big four zero in December, December nineteenth. I'll be thirty-nine this September. Did you um like? So we, we we if you if you're older, you'll probably be able to relate to a lot of our stories. If you're a young motherfucking shithead, you don't know nothing about printing porn on your fucking rich friend's fucking printer. Using all the goddamn ink to get a fucking photo. Do you think of a kid could even titty. a kid could even jack off to a picture? They're like, on there's paper no now. penetration yeah. in this. What the fuck? No video. They're like, it's frozen. I like, feel like they're gonna write about this. The 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 future of the aliens. They're gonna be like, these humans used to masturbate to photos like hieroglyphics, <laughs> like the Egyptians did. Well, that's how when when girls started texting me to with emojis and shit, I was like, oh my god, we're back to fucking hieroglyphics. Like, you know, it's not even words anymore. It's just pictures of cats, dancing girl, eggplant, small eggplant for me. And I was like, what the fuck is this, man? It's all it's all just pictures and shit. I didn't have my first cell phone until I was like 23. And it was yeah. one of those, the blue Nokia. I had the blue Nokia with snake 7-11. on it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And texting would take you 10 minutes to say fucking hey. Like, had to press every button three fucking times to get the right letter. Yeah. Oh, what a nightmare. These motherfucking kids don't know shit. What was the first days. camera phone you had? Mine was the Razor. Um, the I, I wasn't rich enough for the Razor. I, I had to wait further in life. I had the first like phone I thought I was a boss was a Nextel uh, Blackberry. You had the Chirp? Yeah, and, and you had the little uh, antenna you pulled out. Yeah. It was like it was black and white screen, but it had like shades of blue and orange in it. You're like, whoa, this is cutting edge. Like, what's this? I this had is this Sony Ericsson phone that had a phone number you dialed, 
and I, it was so cool because it's like, it like you dialed like star nine nine, and he'd be like, "Welcome to the Erickson Hotline. Would you like to know sports scores, movies, weather?" And I was like, "I have all the fucking information in the world." Yeah, man. I remember like I had some some fucking friends that were you know had some money and shit, and they were like. I'm going to take a picture. I'm like, what the fuck? Your phone? What the that, that, that thing takes pictures? The first picture I ever got, I bought a phone. That, that, I bought that Razor. I bought it in the mall because you buy phones in like the kiosks and of shit course, in the mall. Of course, of course. Hey, 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 man. Hey, how you doing? Hey, you want to buy this phone? Oh, no. It was, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. You want head massage? Yeah, yes. You want head massage? I sell you a really good deal on figural chain. Or you, you want like cell this, phone? this neck cushion? Yeah. So the hey, buddy got me with the phone and he got me with the, uh, the Razor and it had a camera. And this girl, Alex, she had a razor, too. And I, she was an older chick. Didn't mean her. Never really kicked it. We just worked together. And uh, she told me, she was like, oh, you got a camera phone. I was like, yeah. And then she left, went, went away a little bit, and then she sent me a picture of her boobs. Whoa. It was the first picture I ever got that of her That shit probably was pixelated like a motherfucker. Oh, bro, man. Her nipples looked like, looked like it was Minecraft, bro. Like a court reporter <laughs> drawing a fucking the witness <laughs> yeah. in the stand. It like a, yeah. He had to decipher it. It looked like a Mars rover image, you know? He had to like, pour <laughs> fucking milk on it and put a black light over it upside down like a fucking Captain Crunch box. But my dick knew what it was. Code. That's the thing. Back in the day, your dick was creative like a Muppet baby. Like, it needed to be like, is that a titty okay i'm ready to go now there's literally been titties on my dick and he's like hey bro yeah channel 99 I had a baby. long day you know channel 99 <laughs> if you had like basic tv uh around 10 o'clock 11 o'clock that bitch started scrambling mm-hmm. and if you watched it scrambled enough you could make a titty out or two or sometimes it would just freeze like it would just do the mannequin challenge and boom i'd be like get yeah, a I'm green this titty. For free right yeah. now mom and dad's not even paying for this shit i'm killing it you know. I think we've. I know we've talked about before on here, like hiding our porn mags and, and, and yeah, stuff that's gonna be eighty like percent of the show. Recalling what we've talked about when we haven't talked about. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes I feel like it's all a fucking matrix. Like it just goes right back to. Well, the I mean, it goes back to the notes and, uh, and which stuff we don't like have that. this show. None whatsoever. Now, did you? I tell you what. I know where we can go, though, that we've been wanting to talk about, but we've been worried about talking too long about it because we know that it's not going to be just a part one or a part two. It's going to be like. This is this is what we talk about in the taglines of this show. Controversies and, and the unexplained. Well, there's something that me and you both, especially I think because we're like 80s I'm not even ready for this, bro. This is emotional. Like, you're about to suck my soul out of my body. Like, I can't even go down this vortex. What is Mike Busey's opinion on aliens and... and I think we both, I'll lay this out to start us all off. We both agree that they're aliens if we've never seen them or if they've never visited, whatever. But the universe has life out there, past human life. I think it would be arrogant of us as a civilization, as, as humanity, to think that we are the only ones. Correct. When we know how vast and how large. We don't even know. We just have and, and, and an idea of how big it most, is. Most human beings, besides people who are like super Bible-thumping people, have a belief that they're like, yeah. Somewhere out there, past past our galaxies and stuff, there are aliens. But we both kind of have a belief that, like, we think aliens have sort of, like, swung by Earth. Especially because in the 80s, when you watch, like, Unsolved Mysteries. Hey, speak for yourself. Those motherfuckers are chilling here. They, they, they amongst us, all right? Like, Unsolved Mysteries had me in, like, 1987 pretty sure I was going to get abducted. Oh, like, yeah. that was, was, like, one of my big-ass fears. No lie. Growing up as a kid, one of my big-ass fears was that I was going to get abducted by aliens. And I would lay there in bed, and I'd be like, I got to fall asleep, man, because 
is, you know, I don't want to wake up. And there's like five dudes. Like if I would have woke up and there's five dudes around my bed and it turns out they were just there to kidnap me, I'd be like, oh, thank God. Okay, you know, because, I mean, you're still probably going to do butt stuff to me, but there's a chance. There's a chance I can just go back home. And I just didn't want to be abducted by little gray aliens that Unsolved Mysteries told me we're going to get. And then what happened was the people who always got abducted by aliens on Unsolved Mysteries, they'd be like, Marsha Williams was abducted and has been plagued with abductions since then. And she'd be like, at least 67 times I've been abducted by aliens. When you heard this shit? Oh, when you heard it, you were, and then you would get pissed Chills off. Chills down the ass spine. The worst episode was just like, a man found a treasure chest in his backyard and everything worked out. You're like, bullshit. Somebody need to die. Somebody need to die. Bigfoot needs to show up. Aliens need to fuck a kid in the bed. That's what I came to the show for. <laughs> I seen an episode where the fucking alien showed up in the window or some mm-hmm. shit. I was like, oh, god damn, that scared the shit out of me. I was never into that Freddy Krueger shit or Jason. Yeah. None of that shit scared me, but I heard that goddamn Unsolved Mysteries Those music. lights, and then next Woo. thing you know, because the alien abduction is always the same. Mom, it's can like, I sleep in your bed tonight? Yeah. I, I woke up, and I was paralyzed. I couldn't move. And then I saw lights everywhere. Let, oh, listen, I know. Uh, uh, full disclosure, we did not talk about this, but there was uh, a time that I got, I used to get like a, uh, Real, I, when I was younger, I'd get sick once a year, yeah. and that shit was game over. Yeah, and I had like a, a like some type of fever to where I was having like I would like hallucinate I, exactly. That's how I get when I get a exactly. fever, I'll, I'll trip, man. So one time I was I was sleeping on the top bunk of my bed, and I remember my door was cracked open, but it was one of those first like moments you felt like your body was like shrinking, and my mom was in the living room watching fucking un- unsolved mysteries. And in my mind, I'm a fucking wake, okay? This seems like something you would dream, but I'm awake. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, my God. They're underneath, they're underneath me right now. They're going to fuck me up. I got to get up and jump and run into the room screaming help for help from, to my mom. And that, God, I must have just started popping some NyQuil, started fucking robo-tripping and fucking, I hear that goddamn music. I jumped up. I, it took me like it would, it would have felt at the time like an hour to work up the courage to jump. Mom, help me! Oh my God, I'm on the sofa in my bed. Goddamn unsolved mysteries. Fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, man, that shit. That shit's that motherfucker. Robert Stack. God rest his soul. And that fucking theme song. Hooper made that theme song. Did not get paid enough because that they could have been talking about goddamn rainbows and leprechauns. I'd have been like, oh god, this is scary. The that unsolved mysteries theme song. song was creepy. You know who didn't get paid enough for the theme song? Do you ever remember the cartoon Gummy Bears? No, please refresh uh, me. Gummy Bears theme song was... Uh, it, it, I'm going to see if I can even just pull it up for a second because it's a Disney theme song for a cartoon, but I always feel like the dude who sung it, he was like a former like real singer, and this was like, you know, he's in the studio just trying to do this to get some heroin money. And he's like, whatever, man, I'm going to blast Those off. Those are the and greatest artists. Yeah, but he put so much, let me see if I can get this. He put so much passion into, this, into the hook of the theme song. Let's, let, let me just cue this up. Don't, don't try to sue us, Disney. Oh, it's too late. Shut it down. Wait till he gets to the hook. Singing, daring, outrageous, and caring. This was scared you? No, this didn't scare me. I said he just didn't get paid enough for this shit. Oh. Wait till wait wait till he gets the hook though. Now imagine a cigarette dangling from his lips. Okay. And he's just looking at the bassist like, do your fucking job. I heard a I heard a story. I 
when I didn't say Hurst, right, I'm lying. I actually heard, I, I seen a fucking meme on Instagram where the guy who made the fucking smiley face um, got, like, paid, like, some stupid amount of number. Like, it was, like, 50 bucks or some shit. Not knowing that he had basically made like, like have a nice day smiley face. Yeah, the the, the yellow yeah. traditional yellow smiley face. Well, good because fuck him. That wasn't a feat. Yeah, you know, like he's like I got an idea. I'm gonna take a yellow circle, like Pac Man. Shut the fuck up. I'm gonna take a yellow circle, and I'm gonna put a smile in it. You know, this guy was at a bar somewhere in the '80s. Like, hey, listen, bitch, you wanna come suck my dick? I made a smiley face. <laughs> She's like, no, you're that, and I watch Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the greatest movies of all time. You really think Forrest Gump's one of the greatest movies of all time? Top. Have top. you ever? You've, we've broken it down and talked about it that it could never be made reverse though. There could never be a story about like this chick who, who you know, couldn't like, make like, it now. Yeah. Like, yeah, you couldn't be a retarded girl having sex with this drug addict dude and us be like, that's the greatest love story ever. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, you know, there's no, there's no point where they're like, it's me, Jenny. And he's like, oh yeah, let me see those titties, Jenny. Okay, fourth. You here's, know, your, like, here's your kid. Oh, psych, yeah. I got AIDS, bitch, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Plus also, here's the thing too. Forrest was in Nam. We saw him in firefights. Forrest murked some fucking VC and some NVAs. And so not only not only is Forrest carrying the weight of being Forrest and other shit, but you know there's just moments where he's like, I'm sorry, I punched you at night, Jenny. Sometimes I think I'm back in denying, you know? Like <laughs> Whoever wrote that was a genius because he was able to put Forrest Gump in so many historical moments of history and he was directly involved in it. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, Forrest Gump and Nam was part of the, one of the ones where I was just like, because you know this, nobody was happy when they found out like Gump's going to go on patrol with us. They're like, who do we got? We got Magic, we got Brooklyn, Fat Texas, Andy, Black Joey, Black Ricky, White Ricky, Gump. Fuck. He's <laughs> like, hi, guys, I found this little wire over here. Let's pull it and see if Magic comes out. You know? <laughs> it's a great movie. It's, it's, it's so. Orange so Gump good. is cool. I think it's a really cool movie, but I just think there's lots of so times. many emotions. There's humor. There's action. There's comedy. There's histor- his historical fucking inaccuracies. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. When they found the fucking mellow yellow can on the shrimp boat, they're like, there was a bunch of blogs. They're like, that's not uh, historically correct. Mellow yellow didn't come out to year da 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 da. I was like, son of a bitch. I've been lied to for years. You telling me this whole movie's bullshit, Spielberg? You telling me this whole movie's bullshit? Was it Spielberg that did that? Yeah. Wow, no wonder. Was it? Or Robert Zemeckis? I don't know. I don't think it was Spielberg. It probably wasn't Spielberg who did that one. I think it was Robert Zemeckis. I don't know. What do you think? What do you, like, what's your force? What's your quintessential force gump? Your favorite part? Because I hate every conversation with him and Bubba. I like all the dark shit because when I was younger, I was watching like, oh, my God, he's got no legs and they're fucking these prostitutes on New Year's Eve. And then he has this coming to God moment on the shrimp boat. Beautiful. Yeah. I think I, I go back. Zemeckis, Robert Zemeckis did it. Okay. Uh, Our fact checkers, they're they're hot on the yeah. trail. The facts. They go to the same synagogue. Who so was that? Who, who was that? Stephen yeah. or Robert? Robert. Uh, Robert. Robert's like that was me at Robert Poss. <laughs> Better tag me in the fucking algorithm. What um, what what's it? What's a movie that really defined? I mean, if you don't watch Goonies, if you don't watch Stand By but Me, but no, what's a movie? If you don't like watch you- Forrest Gump. I, 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 I could go. I have a. I actually have a list. I know you have a list. You have a list of fucking everything. A list. Everything's a list. Mike makes lists of everything, and then his favorite thing to do that when we're about to. And, and it, here's the deal: to to his uh, to his credit, you know there are things you need to do a list for, but there are some times when he's like, I can tell he's like, ooh, we get to make a list. <laughs> the inner the inner list in me goes, ooh, more list, huh? 
I know how to do this. Sometimes when I'm when I'm actually writing up the uh, the the notes for the episodes, I'll just instead of opening up a new file, I'll go find a list that I know we don't need anymore, and no, I just copy I need, it. I'm a hoarder of the list. <laughs> like once a year, I'll go through my iPhone. Like, all right, I don't need this list. This is like a a hate fucking comment I wrote back. Like, there's sometimes that people will say shit that like, hurt me. And I'll spend like an hour writing a, a like rebuttal just to delete it all. But that's therapeutic, bro. I'm going to tell you that much. I don't think that's weird. I think that's pretty good because it's like you want to write it, you want to say it, you want to read it. And then you look at it and you're like, it doesn't need to be posted. But I, I, I think all of us have done shit like that. I mean, the worst thing is when like you do it to somebody who has an iPhone and you're sending them something. And they've got those three dots. And then you, you wrote this whole paragraph and you're like... All right, I'm done. I'm not going to send it that. And then after you don't send it, they send you something like, what's up? You're like, no, nah, nothing. I don't want to talk about that for the past hour and a half. I've been hating you. Yeah. Just like chilling, watching Forrest Gump, thinking about you. There's been a lot of Because Jenny's though. a whore like you. I fucking love you, Jenny, you bitch. You got fucking rain off, got fucking age, you fucking bitch. You know what the worst part is, man? Like all those other dudes got to have Jenny without like the about investment. The AIDS? Yeah, without the investment of the AIDS and the baby. AIDS and- always make things a little fucking murky. Yeah. And you imagine this, too, like, every now and then, Jenny had to just, like, sit in the kitchen. She's like, hey, Forrest, I just got to make some calls. Hey, Randy, I don't know if you remember me from that protest rally, but anyway, I got tested. And uh, turns out Forrest is like, oh, she's calling her old friends, you know? <laughs> they say ignorance is bliss. You know, like, if, you, if your girlfriend's a hoe and you don't know, do you, is she really a hoe? If a hoe fucks a million dudes and you don't know, is she really a hoe? If she's got to make phone calls You'll in the kitchen know. to let people know that, hey, listen, I don't know if you were planning on sitting on my toilet, but don't come to my house. <laughs> so fucked up. Back in the day, it's like, oh, you got AIDS? Oh, fucking. You know, that's a real true point, though. Like, I know people now who have HIV that, you know, like. like, And I'm not one of them, no, for the record. But the thing is, um, I remember being terrified. Still, you know, it's horrible. But I remember being terrified, and this is fucked up, of people who had AIDS. Oh, yeah. And now, yeah, and now I'm, like, thinking about it. I'm like, you know, we know now so much about AIDS that we're, like, you know, like, you were terrified. You, 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 you literally shunned people for things. Like, I just made a joke about toilet seats. So, but I remember being, like, then people being like, hey, if somebody's got AIDS and they touch a doorknob, you know, you take another door. And now I'm like, Jesus, man. Like, yeah, this is serious. It was how people, like, treated people with AIDS and a- HIV then. I, I met this dude one time. I was uh, booking for this venue, and we were sitting backstage. And he was like this young dude who was really talented, guitar sing, singer, songwriter. And I was just like, wow, man, he's good. And, and then I felt like I felt like I, sh- I felt like I should help him, you know. I was like, hey, you know, fucking come, you know, I'll let you do this open mic thing, da-da-da-da. And uh, he did, and then he was all, you know, we were drinking at the end, and we were sitting backstage on his couch, and we're like this very one-on-one intimate thing. We're sh- cutting up jokes, talking all this shit. He's like, yeah, man, I got the fucking AIDS, man. And I was like, what? I was like looking, I'm like, okay, play cool, Mike. You, you've heard about these and these after-school specials. Just play cool. They're humans, too. Mike, you can't catch it from being next to them. Mike, calm down. I'm like, oh, what'd you say? He said, yeah, I got the AIDS. I was like, oh, shit. And he's like, yeah, I'll be still fucking. I was like, hold on, what? You're, he's like, yeah. I tell, and then I swear to God, this is what this dude told me. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. I'm just telling you what he fucking told me, all right? He looked at me in dead ass in the face and was like, yeah, some of the girls, you know, I tell them I have AIDS, and they're like kind of turned on. They like the risk of it. 
And I was like, no. what? He was dead ass serious when he said that shit. And it fucked me up. I got sober as shit. And I awkwardly, all right, well, I got to gotta go. And, I, then, and then that was the end of that story. I don't think I've ever seen him again. So I know that, that like the thought, the climate, and how we feel about HIV and AIDS has changed so much. Because I met a comic one time, and he was like, yeah, man. He was like, you know, I've got HIV. And my reaction to it was, oh, damn, dog. Like, but <laughs> that's like the climate of it has changed from like the '90s of me, and it's even the thought. Like, I don't, I don't know now exactly how HIV is treated compared to how it used to be, but I know that people have you longer money lives. Into your skin. Yeah, I know people have longer lives with it and stuff like that. But I just do remember in the '90s, Magic Johnson living better than both of us. I'll live both of our fat asses. Well, I'll trade health with Magic Johnson right now, bro, because I know Magic Johnson's probably got 20 years left, and I'm thinking I got like 11. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But I, I mean, mean, I, I it, it's crazy though because like uh, I got enough Crown Royal bags to make an AIDS quilt. <laughs> do you think? Do you like? Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, if are kids, you offended? Do, Fuck you! You're listening to the wrong fucking show. They used to. They used to have like a whole month where it would be like they were gonna like they were teach. And the worst part is they taught you about AIDS big time in like middle school and by high school when you were fucking. They were like, ah, whatever. You're going to be a good kid. Did they you ever know? tell you that? Did they ever uh, 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 preach to you in, in, in school about uh, dental hygiene? Like, they came out with a sample toothbrush. And they gave you that little red pill that showed you where the plaque was. You ever take that? No. It's like a little red thing. Uh, and you chew Robert knows, man. You chew it up, and then it would, like, stain your teeth. I think it was fake. I think it was made by Big, big Dental to try to scare the shit out of everybody. Oh, great And did you guys strategy. ever swish? We used to swish when we came back from lunch when I was when I was like in like sixth or like third grade. They'd give you the little swish. Everybody would take it. It was pre-COVID days, so it's just like share a swish, you know. And then fucking you'd swish, spit it out, and then just chill with like the lights off for like ten minutes at, before recess. That sounds like a, a sexual fucking encounter. No, I'll tell you what child. sounds like a sexual encounter: the Close. goddamn scoliosis <laughs> test. <laughs> The scully, when they're like, hey guys, we're going to take you into a closet. Some teacher's going to rub on your back. And then we're going to tell you if you got scoliosis. We're going to find out who can keep secrets. Who's a big boy who can keep secrets? I'm like, I can keep a secret. I remember, I, don't, I think when I was like in fourth or fifth grade, they're like, all right, guys, some of you aren't going to handle this, but today we're going to talk about sexual education. I was like, oh my God, hell yeah. This is why I went to fucking school. This is the day I've been waiting for. I was like, all right, break into it, pussy, dicks, titties. They wanted to separate the class and shit because back in my days, you know, they separated us. Yeah, they're like, guys, we're going to teach you about sex education. Ladies, don't fuck. We're like, don't separate us. We're trying to learn to fuck them, okay? We need to to (laughs) hear what they say. I didn't want to hear what the teacher said about guys' dicks. I want to hear, like, yo, how are we fucking? Like, what what are they talking about? They got a whole secret huddle over here. I remember they put a a condom on a banana, and they're like, we're going to teach you how to put a condom on. And they were, like, showing it. And I remember, like, being like, and, um... Do we've got like a, like a, a smaller fruit or something you could show me on? <laughs> got a kumquat down in that basket somewhere. Can, I, can you just show me on my thumb or something? Because I am fucking in the sixth grade, and that is a fucking platano the size of my goddamn forearm. Yeah, man. I remember the first time I saw a black dude's dick. Um, <laughs> I was on a field trip, and we went to the beach. <laughs> and he gave you a scoliosis check. And his name was Damian Smiley from McLaren Circle in Kissimmee, Florida, and. A wave hit him. He wearing a basketball shorts. You know, you know, my, my black friends. They be busting that sag and shit. Get to add the juice all juice out and shit. Well, this wave hit him up, and my black friend. He wasn't too familiar with the beach. Wow, Baywatch all over his fucking face. All of a sudden, I look down and say, "What the fuck?" 
the mo- I seen his dick come down to his fucking kneecap <laughs> and flaccid. I was like, God <laughs> damn, you got a big ass dick, dog. What the fuck is going on? And I remember like the whole ride back in the van. I was like, damn, like <sighs> how'd you get that? Like where do I get that thing? That's I mean that's I. It was definitely an uncomfortable moment I was having as a child, but I was like, damn, that's that's a healthy dick. I mean, I, <laughs> I, at a, that point, I knew that fucking the rumors were true. And they, I mean, they fucking, the dicks are huge. That's a healthy dick. Healthy man, ass dick. Man, that's a healthy eight pound, nine ounce dick. And I caught a blowjob from a girl. Her name was Melissa Berwick. Uh, <laughs> out in the, I had to go about six feet out into the ocean. And I'm telling you, a blowjob in the ocean is not fucking easy. Not for me, but it was definitely, she had to pull an aqua blowjob. Shout out to Courtney gave me an aqua blowjob in the pool the other day. Uh, I was definitely a, thank you. That's a that is a that is a, a lost art. Okay, ladies, if you ain't sucking your dick, if you ain't sucking dick underwater, are you really sucking dick? Yeah. Good job, Courtney. Yeah. Lots of lubricant. Got that water. You didn't have to spit on nothing. Just hold that breath and go. To <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well, you know, at least we know schools are teaching something. Yeah. No. It was. It was. Uh, so many stories about just school alone and just. Um. Yeah, just so much. Aqua blowjob threw you off so much because you started thinking about the blowjob. I started getting excited. Yeah, like, exactly. I saw him, man. Back he was doing so good. And then he said, aqua blowjob. Then he looked over at Courtney, and then he was like, all right, guys, I know I bitch about these 20-minute breaks in between, but we're going to need at least a 17-er in this one. <laughs> 17, four or five minutes. What's, um, I tell you, one of the stupidest things that, that we used to do when I was younger that I loved, we used to play this game called Lights Out. And we would all get in the laundry room and we would all get into a corner of the laundry room near the machines because it was so loud in there. And then we would cut the lights of the laundry room and then we'd all start swinging on each other. Well, your dick? What? No, just beating the shit out of each other called Lights Out, this game oh, we used to okay. play. Okay, all right, all and, right. Uh, and I was thinking about it, I was like, there was no winner to the game. Because you're just beating the shit out of nobody but you could, or anybody. The thing is you couldn't hear anything because of the laundry room because you, you could sneak up on anybody or anything like that. And I started thinking about that. That's because like if I told a kid about that game now, they have access to so much entertainment, they'd never be like, so let me get this straight. Instead of playing a video game or watching porn or streaming a movie, you and four kids would get into a laundry room, go to each corner, cut the lights, and then start beating the shit out of each other. Love it. Yeah, I uh, met these Leo and Chris, Leo and Chris Castro. We lived on Heathcliff Street in Orlando, Florida, in Sky Lake South off Orange Blossom Trail, and uh, they taught me how to play basketball. They're one of the influential younger people in my life that taught me how to play basketball. And they also taught me this game that they, I guess it originated in New York or something. I don't know. But I, I, a lot of people credit me for inventing this game, but I actually didn't. So I had to be fully honest with, with our audience. And this game was called Hot Peas and Butter. Hot Peas and Butter is when a bunch of child, just your homies, you know, grown-ass adults do not play this game, even though we have tried to reenact it a few times back at the old Sausage Castles. Sausage um, Castles? You take a belt. And one person hides a belt. Yeah. Everyone else lines up against the wall like a firing squad. They had to face, nose and face, literally right to the garage door, side of the house. And then one person that's kind of like it, they take the belt and they hide it. And then once they get back to a, a, a non-conspicuous situation, they, position, they go, ready, go. And everyone runs off the wall and they vigorously 
looking for the belt. And you're looking and looking, and whoever finds the belt and grabs it first gets to whip everyone's ass until they get back to the wall. Okay? That sounds fucking horrible. <laughs> but when you're a young kid and you get that belt, that is like, oh, yeah? Yeah. Y'all don't fucked up now and you look and what happens yeah it's I like have the power it's like the sword and the stone shit you're like oh yeah motherfucker remember when you picked me last on kickball i'm gonna fuck you up and you were allowed to whip the shit out of them you until they to, got back to that wall until they got back to the wall and what would happen is if you were smart like me if you found the belt and you seen it first you could like stand over it and be like, Ooh, "Where's the belt? Where's the belt? Where's oh, I forgot one major thing. The person who who hides it tells everyone who's hot and cold. So everyone's you're cold, you're cold, you're cold. Okay, Bob, 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 you're warm, you're warm, you're heat, you're hot, hot. So what happens is if you're not too close to Bob, if you're on the outskirts, you're like, "Oh fuck, I'm fucked." So they run back to the wall. But then there's the guy that's near Bob, thinks like, "Oh shit, I'm about to get this motherfucker." So if you're smart, you'll just kind of play dumb. Oh, where's the belt? I don't. Well, here it is. Blah, 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 blah. You start beating. You pick it up real quick. You start beating the shit out of everyone. And then I, uh, later in life, decided I was like a not a youth pastor, but I was in charge of like 50 kids that played basketball. And we'd always do like this thing at church to where we would fucking start like we would do this little uh, fucking opening icebreaker. And one of my icebreakers was like, hey, guys, we're going to play this, called, this game called Peas and Butter. Hot Peas and Butter. And I remember the senior pastor of this huge church, Discovery Church in downtown Orlando. I know Florida. that church, man. There's always big a fucking church. traffic jam because of that church. Yeah, big ass days. church. It's like one of those big ass churches, you know. So I remember, I don't know what the, the, the fucking odds were, but I guess like the senior pastor came in that Wednesday night to check on the youth group. Like, oh, look at all these. They called them, uh, I think, called small groups, except I had all like the streets, street kids. They were like, yeah, we're yeah. going play some basketball. So I'm like, yeah, I'll show you motherfuckers how to play basketball, but first we're going to play this game of hot peas and butter. And I remember the, the, the preacher came out of this fucking other building and sees these kids swinging a belt and beating everyone with it. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And he actually He's like, got, whoa, we're not Catholic. Yeah, and he actually got smacked because the kid was so jacked. And then uh, they they were like, hey, Mike, maybe you should take a break on this like uh, this thing. But I taught those kids a valuable lesson. And that's the year we went to state. So maybe they get should off shut those the goddamn up. video games, off your social TikToks and shit. Get out in the fucking, go out in the fucking playground, play some smear the queer, okay? Fucking go play these goddamn, get, get some GI Joes, light some Barbie legs on fire, and get out in the streets and fucking play. Stop being little fucking soft ass pussies and drink some fucking hose water, you bitch. <laughs> well, with that, guys, we're gonna go to our break. And when we come back, we have no fucking clue what we're going to talk about next. Ain't that the truth? You're listening to the Mike Busey Show. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. 
log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBeezy.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBeezy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During members weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The beauty beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike BC for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. So Memberships is you're missing out. I, I, I started following Mike BC about, a, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy, and uh, allows people to come here. They're like outcasts of society, and they fit in well, and uh, I was like, yeah, I gotta, get, I gotta fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months, became a member a month ago, so but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle, having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, Airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade. Epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. That's right, team white, team blue, not team black if they lose. Oh, right. It's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'm going to put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just, it, it's life. It's, it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like, it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities. 
rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during Members Weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from LA. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole another fucking life. And then you become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show that for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit at the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. Oh, and we're back. Welcome to the second half of the show. Some of you say two hours is too long. Some of you say it's not enough. What I tell you what's funny. I look, I look at our, 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 our info and there's only about 60% of the people ever make it all the way through the show. That's a lot. That's a lot to me, though, still. And I'm like, so there's 40% of these people that just suck dick. Uh, but I still need Mother you to listen fuckers. to the show and give us reviews, okay? I mean, we don't really need you to listen to the whole thing. Do you just... think people listen to this at work, though? Oh, yeah. no, they. I wonder how it makes do. them feel, man, because, like, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of shit talk. And I mean, literally shit talk, talking about shit, sex stories. This is definitely a not safe for work podcast, Hell depending no. on where you work. Oh, yeah, I mean, if you work here, I mean, it's normal, but if you work at fucking anywhere else that has any type of fucking regulations. You know, that's something that, regulations. That, that I think that sometimes people who work here, who haven't worked other places Say a lot. Say it louder for the people in the back, Miguel. People who work here who haven't worked a lot of other places uh, sometimes don't realize what a job is really like. Like, we're the kind of job where if you want to roll out of bed in your panties and start working... Feel free. We had to tell some of our employees to stop wearing fucking pajamas. That's how bad it was. No, this is true. <laughs> we did. In not, a, lead, in a one, leadership multiple, position, too. Multiple. Yeah, we had employees in leadership positions where we're like, hey, you're kicking ass in your job. 
you look like you're hanging out outside of a fucking Walmart with a sign that's saying trying to beat meth. Hey, listen, I know you love fucking smoking weed, but could you like, I don't know, maybe, you know, bring it down a little bit when you're he- uh, handling heavy machinery? Could you probably not smoke weed when you're in life or death situations? Is that too much to ask? I don't let, know. Let me put this one out there. I smoke weed. I enjoy smoking weed. I have a good time smoking weed. But I will be the first person you're to say You're one of the good this. ones, Miguel. Thank you, brother. I'll be the first one to say this. I enjoy working when I'm high, but that doesn't mean I do a better job. That's when why I'm everyone high. gets fucked up. I'm so much better if I'm high. You're like, bro, bro, I'm so much better when I'm high. Also, what were we talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we're talking about you wearing pajamas and being asleep. Mike right, Busey has never drug tested any employees. So we have if a you're policy. If you're looking for too. a job, go to mikebusey.com forward slash casting. We have a policy too. If you're going to do drugs, uppers. Yeah. Uppers like blast fucking rails. Yeah, if you're gonna, if, I don't want you doing heroin on the uh-uh. job. That's gonna slow down productivity. But if you're doing meth and you're not gonna sleep for four days, we Bro, got some shit around the lake. For I you might to do. buy the meth for you. Yeah. <laughs> How much lawn mowing can you do in three days? That's what we need to start doing. We need to start hiring junkies. That like this is what we got to do. We got to reach out to halfway house. We're like, who's not gonna make it? Who do you know is not, after he gets out of the program, he's going to be fucked up. And what we do is we just keep that dude for three months. You know, he falls off a little bit. He starts getting fucked up. And then when, 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 the, when the myth takes over too much and he reaches that apex of like, because there's basically a correlation. It's like I'm doing a little meth and I'm pretty good at work versus I hit that point where I'm so methed out I'm not good at work. And we just know every three months we shuffle him back. Uh, we, we need to find, we, we do treat it like one of those uh, work release programs. I'm like at prison, they're going in there and making license plates, and they get metal detected before they leave. Like, all right, now, what are you taking a contraband back in your cell? Yeah. And search them down, check their buttholes, check for, oh, you got heroin. We're going to have to let you go. Crack cocaine, you would have been, you could have lasted for well, another week. Well, the thing is, our, our last methed out, well, the last methed out employee that I remember. <laughs> He's not joking, folks. Yeah, our last methed out employee, Kyle. He's not mething around right now. <laughs> oh, this oh. is what you did there. Oh. But our last, uh, you know, our last meth experiment, Kyle. He, uh, other than the fact that he was stealing from us, he got some shit done, you know, when he got his meth binge right. The problem was, once they get to that certain point of methane, they get to that point where they're like, I gotta disappear for three hours. And I'm like, no, come on, man, just fucking bump a little rail, and let's get back to work, buddy, okay? Yeah. I, I, I normally don't uh, uh, condone drug usage, but if you're working on the clock, hey, bro, shit's got to get done, you know? Like, you already got a drug problem. It's not like I'm introducing you to crack. Like, hey, have you heard of my friend crack? No, you've already been selling your fucking grandma's sewing machine at pawn shops before, before we thought about this. And here's the thing. Back, I know we've talked about it before. We had a whole episode where we discussed the pawn shop thing, but I want to kind of re, re-bring this up. If a dude's coming to you every couple weeks with some shit that he's willing to sell for 50 bucks that costs hundreds of dollars, and you're not like, I think something's wrong with that fella, you're fucking in on it too. Hey, let's you know? take a note. Anyone who applies to the website today definitely is uh, not who we should not hire. Yeah, I'm going to write a note down on today. The 25th, uh, All these crackheads like, wow, really? This is a place I belong. Hey, I can smoke Mike, crack and mow the lawn? I'd like to work for you because I can smoke crack. Damn it, gum gang, get out of here. You know? Uh, gum gang, <laughs> he... he uh, I want to have him and the Joker dude fight, and then they they hit me up on Instagram wanting to do it, and I'm like, you know, fuck it, let's just do it. Let's let let's let Gum Gang. If you uh, guys don't know Gum Gang, yes, he's a fan of ours. He's a bit of a Instagram personality. He may or may not have done some drugs in his life. 
And he lives behind, I think, the gas station here in town. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he doesn't live physically. He he, he lives in the vicinity. I don't. I've never been to his house. He when he walks into the woods behind the gas station, it's like fucking Field of Dreams. You see him take two steps, and he just disappears into hey. like the cracked engines. Yeah, we we've hired him here to do some work, and he he's a hard worker and shit. Yeah, sure, he's he's got he's all gums, but you know, all gums. Like meth, meth comes hard for you. And I don't because I've seen some confirm. hot chicks that were on heroin, but meth comes hard for you. It takes those teeth. Fact check. I don't. I can't confirm he's done any drugs. I just know he. Has. I can when you've no teeth left and that work ethic. God like, damn, it, Miguel. This is not what our grandfathers taught us. Okay, you judgmental bastard. Let me tell you what, man. You show up, and you got like a quarter of a tooth, and and I'm looking at your mouth, and I'm like, this motherfucker. He wouldn't let. He ate a bunch of rock candy. You know, like fucking, that's what we need to do. That's all they need to do. They need to stop telling people that they lose their teeth from meth. And they need to just be like, this is what happens if you don't do your homework. And I'd be like, give me a book right fucking now. I'll start working on it ASAP. I always hated reading books. It put me to sleep. I like books, man. I like reading a lot, man. The it's first just- book I ever read was like a couple of Berenstein Bear books. So those didn't count. And, uh, and I said Berenstein, not Berenstein. Okay, you Mandela effect motherfuckers. Okay. Yeah, I can't explain the fucking universe. Should we just go into it now? I think we've been prolonging these super, these super serious, dark, conspiracy fucking conversations. Aliens, the government, fucking. What's a conspiracy that you believe in, but you? It's hard for you to explain to people because you're like, it sounds fucking ridiculous. I think it's more easy to ask me what conspiracy is harder for me to jump on and which one's easier. You okay. like a good conspiracy, yeah. First of all, aliens, 100% true. We know that, okay? Uh, what about time travel? I want to say yes, because physically, if you're, if you're traveling at certain speeds, technically, but then the, the, the major question, and guys, if you're not about this life, this is, this is the time where you, you turn off this, because we're about to go. You want to go, go down a deep hole? I want to hear how fucking weird that hole of yours gets. Einstein says if we travel to speed of light, we'll technically be traveling through time. But that means you can only go forward. Well, wherever. I don't, I don't know. But so time travelers would have to be like time Amish people coming up to us from the past being like, yay, we made E-Wagon. Physics and scientists are trying to still, they, they still debate. What is time? Is it is it a theory in our mind that we've been just raised with? Like, oh, this is five hours. This is ten minutes. We measure. Even the even the most intellectual people still have uh, disagreements on what time is. We don't know if time exists. We don't know if it's we're all in like a giant. I think of it as like a a picture, a painting, that where you can look at a painting and it's all this stuff going on, in like a Where's Waldo book. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that the, we're probably not in a Where's Waldo book. All right, listen, because right? of copyrights and stuff. Okay, well, um, it's it's some it's some crazy shit. You can't just touch on this if if you're not if you're new to this type of intellectual thinking. And I know you, a lot of y'all are uh, used to us talking about penises and sex and crazy shit. But sometimes we talk about paintings being Earth for fucking hours and hours. But like, so like, and this is something like you. Uh, is there something? I'm passionate about this. You're I love pas- this. You're passionate about it. I don't know everything. I don't think anyone does. And even if we did, who would fucking believe you? I mean, you could have God come from, or what we perceive as God, whatever you want to say, come from the fucking clouds. Be like, I am God. And then you see it. You could touch it. You can see it. All he would have to be is not shit. white. And most people would be like, that's not God. Well, 
That I can't be. You know. No, no. Hail and thunder and lightning, and all of a sudden, something came from the clouds, and it was, I am God. And everyone could hear and understand in their own language. And and he says, I am displeased. You know, like, you should never do this. Motherfuckers would literally do it right then and there. Just like, fuck that. I'm not doing yeah, this. Yeah, because I'm American, and nobody's going to come from the clouds tell me what to do except Uncle Sam or a goddamn bald eagle. Exactly. You know? So it, it's, I think why we avoid some of these subjects is because we are very, very passionate about it, what, 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 what we like to think and you, about. And you've, you've got a big Christian background, and do you feel that sometimes, like, one of like, because this is what I think with, like, a lot of times when I hear things come from religion, I'm like, if there wasn't a big foundation of belief behind it, uh, if, if, if somebody, like, so this is my thought process. We definitely need notes for this part because there's a fucking, we're about to go down a matrix of shit. Well, this is just my thought when it comes to, like, big religious beliefs. Uh, if you isolate them without being like, well, you know, everybody I know believes this because of my religion. I'm going to say this and people are going to get pissed off. They usually sound pretty stupid. Like, if you're like, hey, man, I made this boat, and now I got to put two of every animal on this boat, and I'm like, okay, uh, but, you know, you put, like, what, fucking, you had two snapping turtles, two snapping turtles, two alligators, two, you well, know, like, you that's tell where me this it gets shit, muddy because gets, we, we know that the, the Bible, the original text of it was written in Hebrew. Uh, it was supposed to be, uh, allegedly, okay, whatever, I'm not going to, like, push my beliefs on anyone's throat, but... It is supposed to be the word of God inspired by man, written by man, inspired by God. So we know just now you can't even go to like another country and call a bathroom a bathroom because they have a whole other term for it. So I think a lot of things historically through religious documents get uh, misinterpreted for other words or sayings or culturally what, what this was referred to. So it's hard to uh, go back some of y'all are like, I am done with this podcast. This is getting smart. I want to hear about the bullshit. Only only 60% have made it this far, remember. Okay, cool. So yeah. that's good. The other 40% of you checked out yeah. a long time ago. But if that 40% is doing meth and they need a job, yeah. we've got some yard work. They're like, Can you say the URL again? What is it? Mike Busey slash what? Forward slash meth mouth. Yes. Um, it's, you, can't, you can't touch on any of this stuff. Without touching on everything, because no, everything that's you crosses. say that all the time. But I get I what you're saying. But you, I, but that's I believe not, it. But that's not what I think. You, you have to touch on certain things because you can't touch on everything. You don't right, know. Here's you know? the here. We'll start at the beginning. All of existence. I think it is from everything inside me. I believe this wholeheartedly. I believe we are a creation of a creator. You can call it God. You can call it an alien. You can call it fucking corn man, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't believe that uh, as I evolved in my education, uh, I never believed that we came from monkeys. Okay, I believe in forms of evolution, but also in, in the, the typical Judea Christian beliefs. Do you believe, though? Because like everybody says we don't evolution. come from monkeys, but evolution doesn't say we come from monkeys. It says monkeys and us share... An ancestry. Okay. Does that does that something you believe in? I, I definitely see the similar characteristics because I've actually grew up with monkeys my entire life. So that motherfuckers has a lot of damn human ass characteristics. Smart ass motherfucking monkeys. Uh, shout out to the monkeys. <laughs> uh, fucking shout out to all the monkeys listening. You heard in the zoo like ha ha ha. He's talking about us. <laughs> but okay, so 
what what really fucked me up was History Channel when they came out with this show called Ancient Aliens because I was like, whoa, History this changes Channel the game. History Channel jumped the fucking shark because they ran out of history like they knew they were going to. And then they were like, hey, remember how we told you like slaves and architects built the pyramids? Fuck that. Aliens. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a show called Ancient Aliens, which most of you all may be familiar with. At, yeah. least, at least 40% of you. Because uh, 60 plus 40 is 100. Yeah. And, um, well... They uh, they have a lot of really like whoa that sounds kind of legit explanations for historical biblical fucking stories and this and that and I know from what I've read and at least this girl that I was fingering from youth group her dad went on some fucking mission trip and found some Dead Sea Scrolls and shit and and w- there's a lot of documentation I I, I think believe even the hardest Jesus hater acknowledges that there was a man named Jesus that was from Jerusalem that was born in Bethlehem and that died here and this and that and blah, 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 and the whole story. Uh, But it comes to the question of do they believe that he was the son of God and is there a God and was he coming here to redeem humanity by dying on the cross and being a human sacrifice for all humanity? It sounds like a lot of work. It, it does. You know, being like, we're going to wait 33 years. But here's 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 Wait my, for it. Then I'm going to kill you. So here's this comb. If you're if you're a member, you're watching this. So if you're a member of MikeBC.com, you can, can see us. I have this comb in my hand. And we know that this comb is uh, intelligently designed through some type of mold and plastics and stuff. And uh, this comb is a creation of a creator. And me and you are the creator. We're human. We made this comb. Okay? Uh, but... This comb will never have the intelligence or the capacity to understand what it is and where it came from because it's just comb. And that's kind of how I think uh, humans, we were definitely either uh, designed intelligently, something put us together. I, I find it hard to believe that just some uh, ball of gas evolved and this and that. And I know that's how some things do work. I can kind of see science and the biggest uh, problem I think science and religion has over the years and years and years is that they've immediately have butt heads when they should have agreed that they could both be right. And a lot of like the Catholic Church has come out now. It's like, well, all right, UFOs are legit. We'll talk about the dinosaurs in five more years. And there's all this other <laughs> the shit. Dinosaurs that- is such a hot button on so many. It like, is. like I remember going to school with kids that were like Baptist kids, and they were like, "Mom almost said the devil put dinosaur bones in there, so you wouldn't believe in Jesus." And I'm like, "That's such a fucking whack devil move." It's like you know, of all the wild shit he's done, he's like, "Hey man, I'm gonna do this wild shit, but also hear me out. The, the I'm gonna find like seven thousand different kinds of dinosaur bones and then put them deep in the earth, so you don't find them till like 1880." I and was then, disappointed. I'm like, "Man, Florida, come on, man! You got no goddamn dinosaurs? We got woolly mammoths or some shit? I think they found in some springs. We got a lot of cool like megalodon teeth, though. Yeah, I might want some goddamn T Rexes and because we were underwater, though. We were underwater. Why does every goddamn kid so fascinated with fucking dinosaurs? When they grow up because they're badass we have dinosaurs we have alligators we have living dinosaurs it's true the rest of these motherfuckers got fucking images in the museum and skeletons and ours are still taking kids at disney you know like fucking guys i i can't emphasize this enough we can't even touch on this stuff without literally going into an eight-hour conversation and me and miguel are mature enough we definitely do have a, a lot of areas we agree on yeah but then there's some things where like he's convinced and i'm convinced we're so completely opposite yeah and 
we do a very good job of letting each other know that's what we feel, but at the same time, we also like, you know, our, we kind of want to pop off sometimes. Like, yeah. no, motherfucker, it's a goddamn conspiracy. Yeah, like and seven hours into a, into a discussion, there's just times where we're both like, this has nothing to do with the argument as much as like, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> but this has nothing to do with running a company. Like I have, and I will say this on record: I have paid a lot of motherfuckers to talk about aliens for fucking six hours <laughs> on the job, and half of you are in this fucking room. I'm gonna tell you, you know, Jeff Bezos has the same thing going for him, though. You know, there's times where he's like, "Give me, give me Paul from the factory line." Why? Because I'm about to school that motherfucker. I just read a book on aliens, and I want to show him. And then yeah. that guy comes in there. Hey, you want to speak to me, boss? He's like, "Oh yeah." Remember how you were telling me aliens couldn't have done this? He's like, oh, I see you read the book by Klaus Kaufman. I read it, too. It's on Prime, motherfucker. You know? oh, I'll get you next time. What's something that you believed in for a very long time and recently uh, you know, just got the wind kicked out of you on it? Is there anything that you were just like, this is true, I know it's true, and then something happened and you're just like, fuck. I mean, I was pretty disappointed when they took my man Pluto out the fucking... <laughs> They're like, oh, Pluto's not a fucking planet. I was like, the hell is not. My whole life's been a lie. Hey, I feel like every 80s baby, when Pluto was walking away from the line and everybody was just all sad at him, all of a sudden we're just like. <laughs> Give him hell, Pluto. Like, you're still a planet to me. Yeah, uh, man, because. You think I really, I, We're actually a lot smarter than we lead on. I think. We, we're, we could go deep into some shit. I think. Probably for decades, they knew Pluto, and then like like Hasbro, who makes those science sets, was like, "Listen, kid, we're not removing a planet from the set." You know how much so, money it's going to cost us. Yeah. We got to stop production on those fucking uh, assembly our whole lines. Bangladesh factory will go out of business if this fucking conspiracy ever. Bl- you think anybody we, died we joke, over that? We though? joke about that, but you know, in history, there's been several situations where someone's like. Oh, we're not. We can't. We can't let that to be the narrative. Oh, we gotta, yeah. We got to fucking spin a whole other way, player. Yeah. That'll cost us millions. What if they find out Kennedy had a pistol in his pocket? It just went off. Uh, there right. was a, I heard a, that was out of all the conspiracies. I heard, I heard some recently. You that guys his revolver. Secret right? Service accidentally shot him. That's what I had heard. One of the conspiracies. I like a good conspiracy theory that's so wild that if it ever became true, it would be like like there's been conspiracy theories they talk about that there's lizard people. Oh, that's the, hold on. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> oh, that is the one I can't fuck with. Yeah. I'm just like, all right. I will believe the, the, the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, the resurrection, the death on the cross. I'll believe in the fucking UFOs. The goddamn lizard people, I can't fuck with. I just can't fuck with it. I just can't imagine motherfucking lizard people. I was like, what? Why lizards? Why? Well, I can't. And, and, and there's so many different climates. Do you think these lizard people are in New York in the winter? Listen. No, there's not even lizards in New York in the winter. Shut it down. I do, Mike Busey does not fuck with the lizard people because <laughs> I've heard some shit. And, and do I believe that there are aliens amongst us? Yeah, I kind of think there is. Do I think... I'm, you know what's crazy is that the, the L. Ron Hubbard motherfucker who basically invented his own religion, uh, which, which my thing with fucking with that is I'm like, listen, if you can't invent a religion once electricity came out, yeah, so oh, pre-electricity, 100%. I'll let you have a religion. That means, yes. hey, Mormons, you just fucking slid in. Slid but in. other than that, Joseph Smith, you fucking yeah, just with your slid golden in, buddy. plates and your bullshit. Listen, you just like, slid in. Someone's listening is like, oh my god, these guys are educated. Are they reading this from a teleprompter? Nah, I just got headlines. How do you, you know, know about my Lord and Savior Joseph Smith? Yeah, so if if Joseph Smith, you're the last fucker through the door. Uh, but everybody else, if you're if if your God was invented. 
did during TV. No. My boy Jason Reyna, you met Jason with yeah. the Disney program and the bus. He was seven day Adventist, and every fucking Friday basketball game in high school. Oh, sorry guys, Jason's not gonna be with us due to the religious race. I'm like, what the fuck? You talking about your day? Jesus won't let us fucking play some if basketball. God, if God don't want you at the playoffs, then you need to find another. I was God. like, you're black, cuz what you doing? You supposed to be out here with us, but you can't can't leave us out here alone. I used to know, I used to know, like Jewish kids that you know the Saturday was the Sabbath, and they weren't allowed to leave the house. They weren't allowed to watch Pee Wee's Playhouse. Nothing. They weren't allowed to do anything in that. And I was just like, "Fuck it, guys, go to hell." You know, just had, risk it. It's I had some Jehovah Witness friends. Everywhere. They couldn't play. They couldn't play Halloween games. I'm like, "You can't trick or treat. What the fuck is life? What is life?" And that's the thing. As a kid, you only look at like it, like. Religious things that affect you extreme. I'm like, guys, you can't play on Saturday. You're just going to have to risk your souls because it's not it's worth it. But you don't look at the stupid shit in your religion. Like, that's ridiculous. You're not allowed to play on Saturday. Your religion's stupid. Now, mine starts out with a magic apple, a talking snake, and a naked lady. Yeah. Like science. You know? Like, it's fucking ridiculous. It's, man, it comes down to this, too. Like I said, we're, we're a creation of a creator, whether it's a ball of gas or jesus or fucking whatever we uh we fucking will never know until it's too late and by then it'll be too late and even if we were to be like hey guys hey it's me i came back from the dead check it out come to find out that uh the buddhist right uh you should be praying to this fat gold object like what would be your biggest biggest disappointment miguel when you if you died and you were actually find out reality what would be your biggest disappointment. If if I died and I get up and like let's say let's let's be a little like fucking theatrical with it. I'm like floating through the clouds, you know, and I get to the top and they're like, Welcome. L. Ron Hubbard's been waiting for you. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. That motherfucker selling those goddamn science fucking books yeah he used to sell them on on tv yeah john travolta's sitting over there like hey buddy man did you get your thetons checked before you got here a year ago last year we did a show and i met john travolta blacked out i don't remember doing none of this are show. you sure you met john travolta or were you just so blacked out they were like this is kevin okay. uh trelawney john travolta i love battlefield earth get There's over a bald, here a bald guy from fucking ocala <laughs> <laughs> and he and, flew a jet into our show. <laughs> and the fucking dude, he was kind of like, kind of hanging out in the back and the kind of in the corner, like you know, like what any important person that comes to our show is like, yo, I'm here, but don't let no one else know that I'm here. I was so fucking drunk, I don't even remember doing the entire show. I had to go back and watch the footage. Like, yo, did I do good? Did I do good? And I was still drunk at Olive Garden the next day. <laughs> like, girl, come on, bounce me the fuck off right now. I'm like fucking throwing breadsticks at Midget back across the table. Hey, remember when when uh, when that girl fucked herself with a beer bottle, uh, the sham or the wine bottle at Olive Garden? No, I don't think you were there. But I go wasn't ahead. there for that. I was gonna say, remember when you took like a bomb and all of them to fucking uh, Golden Corral yep. and they basically shut it down? Hey, I'm gonna tell you something. I've lost a lot of money during this coronavirus shit, but I've definitely made some money from not taking all my goddamn friends out to eat. I am a sucker for like, hey, I got this. Like Olive Garden, Red Lobster, all I, the fancy joints. You know, all the all the white table uh, cloth uh, establishments. I fucking be buying up everything. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, I'm just like you know, it feels good to to fucking do something cool and nice. And you know, coming from absolutely nothing, you're like, fuck it. I'm. A, one time I found a thousand dollars cash in a book bag. I was like, oh my god. And I literally went and spent it all on fucking Top Golf for like twenty of my ungrateful fucking friends what do you what, what was something that you thought was fancy that now you laugh at as an adult because oh, i used to God. think i used to think red lobster like p- 
people would be like, you know, we went to Red Lobster. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Miguel's been implicated by the government. He's been implanted to defect. We're trying to talk about the goddamn aliens, Miguel. Oh, okay. You're trying to distract me with your delicious cuisines story. <laughs> cuisines. <laughs> Kid Cuisines. Remember that the little penguin on there? The like, penguin. I oh, thought they were going to be so good. Hey, you know what the worst thing is? When you when, when somebody had that pizza Lunchable. Oh, Like, yeah. that's the grossest piece of Slap shit that that's shit ever made. It's Disrespect like, my goddamn pizza. It's like, you know what you don't need for pizza? An oven. <laughs> you know? Like... <laughs> The, the, the worst part of pizza is waiting for it to cook. Instead, let me give you some ketchup, a fucking pita. Uh, so we tried to write cheese. notes on every episode, but I'm pretty sure anyone who's actually making notes of what we talked about is like, Jesus Christ, how does this go together? Yeah, this is this is basically a filibuster, this entire episode. You know, we're just like, keep it, keep it talking, you know? All right, so let's go back to like. The Bible says, "Is blessed those who have a childlike mind and childlike faith." And so stuff. go back to Forrest Gump. Yes. So Jenny. when you're young, you yeah. believe in shit, and you're like, "Yeah, fucking Santa down the chimney." And I don't know how he gets to every goddamn continent in that sled, but he does a great job. Yeah. When you get older, it's kind of like a, a sick twist on reality. It's like you kind of understand what that means is when you're when you're young and you don't know facts it's a more magical reality to live in because you we yeah, all want to live is bliss man yeah exactly i sometimes i feel t- feel uh i feel a little jealous of some of these guys running around fucking you know a little, little slow and i'm just like damn they have no idea like <laughs> they don't even they're not stressing nothing just smelling his farts and laughing what a life yeah <laughs> he's over there fucking jacking off to telemundo fucking you know, fucking <laughs> fucking some teddy bears and shit. Life is good for him. Lunchables every day. He's a simple man. You know, when we get older, you know, hopefully you, you want more out of life and you start the complex things. Well, let me ask you a question about something that's always bothered bothered me. Like, um, lots of different, uh, like, American Christians, they have this depiction of Jesus that looks nothing like anyone from the region that they all know Jesus is from. You know, from. white people, we like to take shit. And like, no, we're going to give him a little fucking longer hair, a little lighter skin. We know he's from, you know, the Middle East. And we know traditionally now that they're a little more browner. Yeah, but, so what do you, like, do white people think, like, you know. Oh, my God, check this they out. They was less brown then and more, you know, St. Cloud, Cloud, Florida. Blonde Jesus is my least favorite Jesus image. I'm just like, what is Norwegian Jesus? Like, hey, guys, it's me, every Jesus, and we're going to have a little bit of Christianity. I went to my friend Sam Hawkins' house uh, when I was in high school, and I walked into his house, and, of course, yes, there was plastic all over the furniture. So Jesus was black Jesus in his and house. And black Jesus figurines everywhere. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is this? Someone went into fucking Precious Moments dolls and started painting these motherfuckers brown? Like, black Jesus. Fuck? Two things about black Jesus. Two things about black Jesus. There's two kinds of black Jesus. There's black skin Jesus with traditional white features Jesus, which is like, come on. This is a bit pandering. Like, it's like, and then there's black Jesus who's like a brother and you look at Black Jesus, and you're like, I think he still fucks. Like you Instead know, of the like sandals, he had fucking J's on and shit, and little cherry curl. Like Black Jesus is biting his bottom lip. Like, oh, yeah. Well, but, I mean, like here's the thing: like Jesus is, to, to, if you're gonna believe in Jesus, Jesus is a Middle Eastern man. So he'd basically be banned and and from coming into this country by most of the people who believe in worship him. 
Uh, they 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 would have. This is my thought. This is my real thought, Mike. Do you think some of like the Bible thumping, uh, like Southern Baptist people? Do you think they even recognize the fact that the man that they're worshiping was from a region that they just consider backwards now? You know, because I hear I hear comments and I hear like like rude ass statements about the Middle East. And most people have never even been near the Middle East who want to tell you about about it. But I hear comments about it, and uh, you know, I, I, do you think they would be shocked if? Do you think they would be able to handle it if Jesus they they found an actual Polaroid of fucking Jesus and he basically looked like Osama bin Laden? It was just be, heads blowing like, up. It's like comparison of like a, a real like close minded white father finding out his young white daughter is fucking a black guy. They're just like traumatized. Like, no, my Jesus is white. Yeah. No. I believe in white Jesus. I don't believe Jesus preached to me by going, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy, let me tell you something. Come here. Come here. Let me get like, some, I, I just spray cologne picture, on you as you walk by him. <laughs> I can't picture my Jesus with fucking hummus and some pita bread and shit. I just like, eh, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't it's know. funny. I like the pictures of like, I love the pictures of like the, the Renaissance pictures of everybody Jesus is rolling with. It's like a bunch of white guys hanging out in white Bethlehem. You know how that place was. Just As they just, say, the victors of history write history. Like, so, I mean, if. It, it, there's a lot of things that we have we have a, a we have a general knowledge of almost everything. Technically, Jesus is Asian too, because the Middle East is Asia. That's so true. I mean, people don't even people don't even think about that. Like, you know, I mean, no, he's from the Asia. He's from the part of Asia. So let me ask you this: I know we're jumping around, but welcome to the show, motherfuckers. Um, Today, this episode, I'm you too. So there's no chance yeah, that this is going to go. I brought. I finally dragged you back down to my level. Um, do you think? Mother Teresa and Adolf Hitler are in the same place. See, I, I like that question because I do, I want to, even if facts haven't been presented to me, I want to believe that there is something after life. I mean, if there's nothing after life. I'll be pissed. Yeah, and also. Uh, but I won't be because there won't there be won't no be existence. But if there's no nothing memory. after life, it really doesn't matter to me because, I mean, there's nothing. But I hope there's some kind of form of consciousness that travels on past this world. And I just can't. I, I, I would hate to think that if Adolf Hitler and Mother Teresa were in the same place, they retained their consciousness. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have to, in my opinion, they have to be a restart because it just doesn't make sense that really good people and really bad people would share, uh, I don't know, I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be. I have no evidence. My, I just don't want it to be. In my perfect existence, I would, I would like to think that your time on Earth as we know it, you were uh, having some type of, like impactful, like like there was levels of this shit. Like I, I want to see there should be a ghetto in heaven. There should be like uh, a middle class, and there should be a fucking a balling ass place. And then hell should have the same thing. Like all right, if you were fucking kids and killing innocent people, you should be like in the hood of hell. You shouldn't be in the suburbs of hell. I mean, I would like to think that if I did ever, who gets to go live in the high rise in hell? Okay, Ada or. The nice places, I'm going to the nice place in hell, okay? If yeah. if I'm going to hell, God fucking please don't let send me to hell. Please, Lord, you know my heart. You know what I'm talking about? You know the nicest place in hell I'm is trying probably to say, like Delaware. I want to be the Beverly Hills in hell if I go to hell. I ain't trying to go to the middle class because Lord knows I done put up so much bullshit. And I, I, I know and I think anyone who knows me, maybe not the outside people that think I'm, they have this, this whole other like impression of me, but the people who have followed me for a while and fuck with me, they, they know... I, either I'm in the ghetto of heaven because I didn't I didn't like save 
even though I have uh, I have definitely rescued a few people from drowning and gave CPR to a few people. Uh, <laughs> Your lifeguard days? Yeah, I've definitely saved some lives. I've tried to I try to save some hoes. Like, baby, you don't gotta do this. Just get your shit together, baby. You don't you don't he don't love you. You that girl handing a stripper a twenty dollar bill with a note inside that says you better than this? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. Well, maybe back in the day, but not no more. I'm just hey, like, yeah. You can be anything you want. Now put it on my mustache. There's always that one friend that goes to the strip club with you. It's like. You don't have to do this. You could come with me. I'll change your life. You you live in my house. Anyways, don't derail us, all right? Gotcha. So back to heaven or hell judgment. In the ghetto of hell. Yes. Or heaven. I would I would I would like to think that your actions and your heart weigh in the two things because you can do physical action. Like there's people who like do something nice, but they do it for either attention or sometimes and this is the honest psychological stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, we do things nice for someone else because selfishly it really makes us feel good. So technically that's kind of like you're doing it for yourself in a way. In a way. I'm not saying all the way. I'm saying a sprinkle of it. Okay. There are people that like, oh, I'm just going to do this because, you know, they'll fucking they'll make me feel but good. But it's like doctors. They save your life, but they went to school to make that money. So it's like, is he a bad guy or is she a bad woman? Because... She makes her happy to save lives and make money. It's true. So there's a lot of intellectual things you have to uh, bend around it and comprehend. Did you, when you were younger, were you told that like masturbating was a sin? Oh yeah, I used to, like when I first started beating the dick, I was like, no, I'll never do that again. <laughs> I used to diary. feel so bad afterwards, like, and and my family never told me it was a sin. I just had heard like it's a sin. I would just be like, right before I was about to come, I'd be like, I need to do something good today. I remember hearing, I'd say like. 15 years ago that like I heard this 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 uh, theory that religion was created to control man and I was like oh fuck I'm like no I don't believe that shit I was like oh damn that sounds fucking pretty good to me and I hear stuff every now and then and I think uh if if you if you think the same thing you think as a child now then you obviously are fucking ignorant and there's a lot of people including myself you grow up thinking something this or that is because you were influenced by family or friends or your environment we're all products of our environment and and um do i fucking believe in aliens yes i do but the more i watch goddamn history channels ancient aliens i think man some of this shit kind of not not some of a lot of this shit intertwines together i mean it's a show called ancient aliens they're gonna make sure they make shit seem like it intertwines the definition of an alien is something of not of this planet and jesus Obviously didn't live in fucking Bethlehem. He just came. He popped up one day like immaculate. He was born out of a woman, though. Yeah, and uh, I mean that wouldn't make him an alien. That makes him a, a natural-born citizen. Jesus could run for president of Bethlehem. I'm just saying, man. It's true, but uh, there's a lot of like you gotta like I don't know, man. It's a thing. It's like even if you knew and you knew and you knew and you knew. Is it just something in your brain convincing you? Because I believe you can train yourself to believe shit that you that aren't that isn't real. I've yeah. seen it. I've said I lived with motherfuckers who literally thought some shit. I'm like, nah, dog, you wrong. You are dead ass wrong. So I believe the brain can play tricks on you. The brain is weird. Uh, I, I I know I'm touching a lot of this. We could literally just do a, a podcast on what we think about life and existence and religion and shit. So. Um, I, at this current state, 2020, I believe that there's something to do with the DNA and what we consider a soul. I, I watched 
this is we're gonna make this is a famous uh, little thing we're gonna interject. Don't quote me on this, which means I'm about to like spew out a bunch of shit that I can't back up. But I remember, <laughs> I remember a fucking show I've seen on TV, and they they did a they did a like an experiment. We need this for politics too. Yeah. Don't quote me on this shit. Don't quote me on this. But shit they got clause. nukes. Yeah, don't quote me on this shit, Claus. <laughs> we need a little bell. I ring it. Like when I ring this bell, that means that don't quote me on this shit. Have right? we ever explained to the audience about our about our dream hand? Yeah, we okay, haven't. yeah. About to say we have a thing called a dream hand where me and Mike, if we're talking to keep ourselves from, because sometimes we'll get in an argument, we don't realize the other person is talking about like a high concept that we might not actually put into fruition, but it's sort of a dream. So we have this thing now where we go dream hand, and we'll be like dream hand real quick. Okay, Mike. What if we could build a roller coaster that went underwater in the lake? And he's like, I like it. But if I don't put the dream hand up and I'm like, Mike, what if we could build a roller coaster that goes in the lake? It's like, where the fuck are we going to get all the supplies to build exactly. a roller coaster that goes and, in the and lake? That, and that enables, and enables us to not shit on each other's creative juices yeah. and vibes. Dream so like, hand. When we put the fantasy talk up, the dream hand, we know, like, all right, he's just kind of talking on his ass, but he kind of thinks it would be awesome if it was real. Yeah. But we know it probably ain't going to happen. Yeah. But which is kind of my life because I've had people tell me my entire life, you're a fucking idiot. Might just get a real job and just go work for the man. And dream hand. What if we could keep on track? Dream hand <laughs> in your dreams, in your motherfucker. <laughs> in your dreams, you and your dad are running trains on girls. Oh, <laughs> on the top of a Honda Civic. <laughs> no. Um. So about this other complex issue that probably takes 25 episodes to scratch the surface of it. I um. Fuck. I, I really think that's probably someone calling me that got the number from the podcast. Here, let's just, should I just answer it? Fuck it. Hello? Sup there, gangster. Who's this? Shy. Shy. Hey, I'm doing a podcast. I don't have this number <laughs> saved in my phone. You don't have my number saved in your phone? I do, but this is not the number I have saved. It's got to be the number you have saved. It's my only number. Well, it's not the number I have for you. Are you in Are you in jail right now? Are you still in Mexico? <laughs> Dude, they fucking have you not seen the fucking thing they posted? Um, I gotta send you a link. Well, hey, I'm I'm recording this right now, so don't say anything incriminating. I will call you back when I get done with this. I'm literally sitting down doing a podcast. Okay, call me back. I, I got, I've got a decision to make. Okay, cool. I kind of want to run past you. Okay, definitely call you back. All right, bro. I'll call All right, you. Love, All right. you bro. love you too, bro. I, I had to take it because I didn't have the number saved on my phone. I thought it was going to be that it'd be cool that the audience would be like, and now everyone's be like, I'm just going to fucking call him when he's doing these podcasts. All right. Look so, at, I want you to look at the guys in front of you and then wonder, was that good? Did I? Did I <laughs> well, you know, fucking, I don't know. <laughs> look at the body language of everybody in the room. They're like, what the All fuck right, listen, was that? <laughs> I. I we're, we are being extremely ignorant if we think we're the only thing in this fucking ginormous... What do you think Shy thinks about it? Um, <laughs> Bro! Well, Shy threw a giant party at this house that he has called the Fashion House in Nashville, Tennessee. He made national news. Yeah. The White House talked about yeah. it. And he threw a fucking rager, and they kind of like tried to... Well, not I tried. They definitely shamed him publicly for being irresponsible and this and that. And that's a whole other fucking issue. So that's the guy. Is that the one? In, that's the guy in Nashville that threw that big. Yeah, fashion he's, house he's party. hanging out with our buddies in, in Mexico right now, Tim Valley and JT and all them. They basically went to Mexico, got fucking hustled by the police. The they cops like, hit them for eight thousand dollars. They took all their money. 
the first day they got because these welcome guys, to Mexico. Give us all your fucking money, gringos. Because yeah, these fucking carloader gringos thought they could fucking rent a car from like Alamo, Mexico, and the cops weren't gonna be like, oh, this is the target right here. Let me say, when the cops ran the plate and saw those four white dudes in that car, they were like, fuck yeah, because my daughter's been bitching about getting a fucking above ground pool, and now we're sold and good. Yeah, like. I mean, we've all been hustled internationally. I know I have. I got hustled in Jamaica right off the plane. Uh, same thing. Got into a cab. Cab got pulled over, and the cab driver was like, hey, yeah, you're going to need to give the, this cop at least 20 bucks. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah just you're going to need to give him at least 20 bucks. And the cop came up, and I was like, what the fuck's going on? Cop came up to the window and was talking to me and the cab driver, and the cop was like, yeah, he said something to me about having to search my bags and stuff. And the guy was like, just give him the 20 bucks. And I gave him the 20 bucks, and the cop was all like, yeah, okay, we don't really have time to search you. But uh, he was like, if they would have searched you, he was like, they would have thrown your shit everywhere outside Boom, locked of the up fucking, abroad yeah fucking miguel cologne jr fucking stranded a jamaican prison oh God and damn. you know there's no ac in a jamaican prison you know how you jamaica, know jamaica jamaica fucking know. sweating and shit oh god man smell like curry goat and you know that's the thing man like jail in america is so cold it's ice cold they pump that ac i'd r- much rather be an ice cold american jail than a hot ass jamaican jail I had this sh- a show idea that I wanted to do, like, a, a bucket list show where me and the homies, we travel, and we do things we want to do before we die. And if we don't complete them within the time frame, then we have to do something we never wanted to do before we died, like stay the night in a Mexican prison. There's yeah. that prison in, in, in South America, San Pedro, where uh, you can go as a tourist. Oh, sounds like a blast. Yeah, you can check in as a white tourist. White people? Yeah, that's definitely a white people thing. Like, bro, I got an idea. Let's go to Belize, or let's go to, and let's go to prison, Eric. What do you think, Shy? What do you think? You know? I, I got one of my black friends is like, yeah, these motherfucking white people want to get scared Halloween. I'll take them to Pine Hills. I can, we'll do a robbery scenario. They can drive around. We'll scare the shit out of them, motherfucker. We'll take all this shit. And they'll be like, oh, this shit's so real. Oh, wow. Oh, honey, they really took your watch? Oh, my God. That's like white people invented the show Jackass because life was that easy. Uh, <laughs> they were just like, bro, it's a regular day. I tell you what, let's just jump over the hood of a car. And black people were like, okay, cool. Or check out my episode of Jackass. Hey, this is Devontae, and on this episode, I'm going to mind my business in a neighborhood and not get pulled over. It, it's, Whoops. It's a, it's a fucking, we, like, that's a whole other fucking sensitive situation. We could talk for every episode. We could just spend two hours talking about you could. everything. Yeah. Just one, <laughs> one, one, no, one subject. How do you sum up what's going on right now and, 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 and everything? How do you put it all? And that's why uh, once a week we're going to be dropping an episode and we're going we're gonna to fluff your wiener, get a little bit hard, and we're like, no, I like you. I, I don't want to do it yet. And that's how we're going to tell our stories. Like, because how do we talk about aliens? There's, this show could be all about fucking aliens and all about the government and the, and the bullshit. Jeff Epstein could be just one podcast that we do on. We should do it like a cafeteria in middle school. Like Mondays is fucking pizza, Tuesdays is tacos, Wednesday is fucking pizza. Fucking, you know, they always just switch it up. They did like the the rectangle pizza, and then they did the circle Mexican pizza. Circle Mexican pizza is the best pizza. And now you that's can peel pr- all the fucking flavor off the top and just have this cheese roll. Now they probably won't even call it a Mexican pizza. It's too insensitive. Now I don't even know what's. 
there should be a website like, all right, attention people, you can no longer say this or refer to this as that. And they need to I have can't it. Keep up. They need to have it for different generations. For like our generation now, they'll be like, hey, listen, man, you can't say Mexican pizza. That's insensitive. But like for our grandparents, they're like, you can't call people jippos and tards. What's, and like, the, what? what's the one thing what? that you wish you could bring back that got like canceled? Not like TV, but like pop culture. Without getting us canceled, what's the one thing you're like, all right, you can take this, you can take that, but don't okay. you dare touch my block, block, block. I would block. say this. Just bad little kids in movies. Like, I miss the fact that little kids in movies, well, let's go to the fort, but first when we smoke this cigarette, you know, I carry a switchblade. Like, Monster Squad uh, was my movie growing up, and Rudy was a badass. He smoked cigarettes. He carried a switchblade. He stole a shotgun from a police car. That was Corey Feldman for me and Stand By Me. Yeah, yeah. But Corey Feldman wasn't the badass. You know he cried all night and peed himself. Like, you know, he we just had played the father, Teddy, yeah. who put his ear to the stove. Yeah, that's why he wasn't the bad. River Phoenix was the badass in that one, man. Was it River Phoenix? Yeah, because yeah. what was sad is his, he didn't have a, I think, I think his dad wasn't around at all. Yeah. He was the tough one. Remember when they were in the junkyard with Chopper? Yeah. And he's like, I know you. You're Teddy the Champ's son. Your, your father never cared about you. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. And he's like, no. And we always defend the one that does us the most harm. Yeah. Like, all right, my dad's abusive, alcoholic, piece of shit, but you can't say that. I fucking love her. You know who was a badass in that movie? Keith Sutherland. Oh, yeah. Keith Sutherland was a badass. Lie, when, he st- when he stole dude's hat, yeah. I was like, you disrespectful mother. His goddamn brother died. Dad, that was his favorite hat. That was John Cusack's hat. Yeah. I was like, you motherfucker. Keith Sutherland was a badass in a lot of things. He was. I mean, like. Lost Boys? Yeah, the, the list goes on. I mean, like. Cry, little sister. Thou shalt not. They don't make vampire movies like now. It's all Uh -uh, pussy shit like Twilight. They sparkle and shit now. Oh, this is the yeah culturally sensitive vampire. Like vampires are like really good skin. Like why would a vampire go? This is my thing with Twilight. That vampire is like five thousand years old or whatever. Why the fuck does he go back to school? Like he's like I'm in high school every couple years. I'm just moody. Hey, maybe you just found out the answer that all vampires are pedophilia. They want to go back to high school. And fuck he actually high was. You think about it. He's trying to fuck high school girls, and he's five thousand years old. God damn, that's that is not legal in the state of Alabama. Now listen here, vampire. There's two things you're doing wrong here. You're having sex with high school girls, and you're not believing in Jesus. We can let the high school girls slide. Oh, However, I'll tell. Uh, I don't know if I should tell this story, but this is funny. I, I mean, it's funny, but I probably shouldn't tell it. Um, we were on tour one year, and we joked around. And we Googled the age of consent, and I fucking found the United States map, and it was all color-coordinated, the age of consent. This is many, many years ago, okay? Sure, okay. but it wasn't popular. And I fucking put it on the refrigerator of the bus and was like, all right, guys, we're going to Tennessee next. You know what that means. <laughs> uh, we'll just edit that part out. Um, <laughs> and it's gone. God damn it. It was a joke, though, but then that dude, there was this dude that was on the Super Bowl commercial, Keystone. He was like, I'm Keystone. He was like the beat. Oh, the I Keystone. remember Keystone. Yeah. Well, when I was doing a gig uh, one time at in Panama City Beach, and he uh, he was fucking there. Isn't it horrible? I've done these gigs where you realize, like, you're like, who am I doing this comedy show with? They're like, okay, it's one of the guys from Hee Haw. It's the guy from that Bud Light commercial, and this dude Teddy, who's really popular here. I'm like, oh, okay, so the lineup shit, and I'm the I'm the top of this shit pyramid, huh? So back to aliens. No, that's. Have you ever seen a UFO? No. I have. Where'd you see a UFO? Multiple times. Yeah? Where? Once 
uh, in South Carolina in the middle of broad daylight on the side of the highway in front of a car dealership. It was and, selling shrimp? And <laughs> sounds delicious. He's like, I saw a UFO. It was also selling homemade jams and preserves, which was weird. No, it, was, it, was a, it was a Sunday. I went to this crazy... Uh, I'll tell you one thing. You Catholics respect, man. Y'all motherfuckers got the longest fucking ceremony, church shit, like... I'm like, yo, when do I fucking put this wafer styre? I went to the priest to walk up to take the fucking sacrament and shit during the fucking uh, remembrance of me. Yeah. And I walked up there and I didn't, I couldn't see what was going on. I just seen the fucking priest. Remember, remember, this is a UFO story. Yeah. So (laughs) the priest is handing out these little styrofoam circles looking like sand dollars. I put the damn thing in my pocket and walked off, and I, I, they were like, no, you got to eat it. I was like, what? What? I was, like, confused. It's all quiet. You can't talk. And it's, Catholic fucking churches got a whole they – they take the ceremony shit to a whole new level. But when we got out of the church and we're driving back, and all these cars were pulled over, and my, and, and my aunt's like, oh, there's a wreck up here. we got to pull over. And she was in a Ford Escort, which is the first time I've ever seen a gay dude. I ever met a gay dude. This guy named Randy. UFO story. And he was licking very provocative this 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 fucking Sunday cone. It made me really uncomfortable. And little did I know, 20 years later, I was going to be making all kinds of gay jokes and being very comfortable. Like, oh, back then, I was not. We pulled on the side of the road, and I seen some shit in the sky, and a lot of other people seen some shit in the sky. We could not explain in the broad daylight. And I was just like, wow. And it, I was, I would say, like, 14 or so and everyone with us saw some shit and we could not explain it fast forward to sausage castle seven the house before here we were all drinking chilling three six mafias at our house and we're on the <laughs> basketball court you have a story involved getting fucked up with three six mafia and and project pat has a has a verse i'm gonna butcher it but it was like Basically saying black people don't ever see a UFO. And we're on the basketball court, and there was, like, four bright, like, white lights in complete unison, like, parallel to each other over Alligator Lake in St. Cloud, Florida. And we seen it. We're like, whoa, what the fuck? Hey, hey, look at this. Hey. And we're all sitting out there, and we're looking. And I would say it's, like, 500 yards away. That's five football fields for those who don't know the math. And uh, I know damn good and well there ain't nothing out into that fucking swamp and woods. Ain't shit there. Ain't no fucking airport or fucking swamp gas or fucking car headlights. And picture one, two, three, four separated, you know, maybe I'd say like a couple hundred feet apart that spanned probably the length of a football field. And it sat there and it turned to the left, turned to the right, went back to the middle, just stayed there. And then just went straight up in the air. Gone. Goosebump fucking city. I was like, whoa, holy shit. And me and and everyone there was just like. Including 3-6 Mafia? Yeah, they were like, damn, what the fuck was that? I was like, uh, we know what that fucking was. And that was not no damn human shit. And uh, that was scary. And I was like, wow. Same house. I'd say a couple years later, I'm riding uh, go-karts that were meant for fucking a kid. My giant fat ass is in one with this other hot little blonde girl. And we're riding around. Rowdy Rob, were you there? I don't know. if Were you there? Were you there? You s- 
Okay, so you, the porn star girl that yeah. fucking Roddy Rob uh, stole from me and dated for a while, um, fucking uh, our neighbor, Mike Wolf, he was my boss at Disney World, older guy, kids, married, normal, straight-laced, typical, hey, how you doing, guy? He looked like he'd be the mailman in your neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, we were riding fucking, like, I'd say a good 100 yards away from the house. And the little motors are like basically like lawnmowers, and you you can they're just loud, and we're just kind of like chilling, and we're distance, and I can see like uh, Mike Wolf. I don't remember if Roddy Rob. You're saying you're there, so I believe you. And people are like, "Hey, what the fuck?" I'm like, "Oh, you know, something. Maybe the thing's ran out of gas. Something. I don't know." So me and this girl, her name was Emily. We drove back up, and this is right before sun went down. Okay, and we pulled up. And they all were like, yo, what the fuck? Did you not see that? I was like, see what? And they're just, they actually thought like we were fucking with them. And they're like, what? You right above you, some shit that we cannot explain was above you and then just flew off. And I remember Mike Wolf, this straight-laced, white fucking, like, fucking guy who worked at Disney World for, he's been there for fucking 20-plus years. He was so spooked. He just fucking was like, I got to go. And he, and he lived across the street. And that was it. And, and no one ever talked about that again. And it was just like, I didn't see it. Apparently, it was above our heads. What did they say it looked like, man? I don't know. I, I didn't see anything. I just, I, Rowdy Rob, do you remember? I mean, I know we don't normally talk to the audience like this, but he was there. And there was some times where I'm just like, I don't know, man. And... We all seen shit like, oh, shit, oh, shit, damn you. Oh, never mind. That's a plane. Oh, that yeah. was a helicopter. The, the situations I'm referring to, I know without a shadow of a doubt, it was not nothing of this fucking earth, and which is crazy, which brings me to my biggest fucking point, is that all the shit going on in this fucking planet, in this, in this world right now, the government has finally fucking came out and said, yes, we possess... Space, we possess aircraft, some type of device. The government that's not of didn't the come Earth. out and say that. All right, fact check me. What, what was what a guy who worked for the NASA, or excuse me, for the UFO program said that. So he said that. But what did, the, what did he say, Verbatim? He, he said that you, the government possesses a vehicle that's not of this Earth, or but uh, or uh, something that's not of this Earth. And and the government has the, now the government released those footage from the from the Navy fighter planes. Yeah, they released so, those Navy fighter so planes. So a couple videos. months before yeah. this, this came out. They had indeed uh, looked at some footage that came out a while ago. Yeah, and they said yes, this is unexplainable phenomenon. Yeah. So they didn't and it's say, it's wild shit when you watch it. I mean, yeah, especially for fighter pilots who have probably seen so much, have a better understanding of what they see in the sky than us. To be like, I don't know what this is. Here's the deal, man. I could tell a whole other story I had that freaked the shit out of me. Uh, last year, they had the whole storm area 51, and I got fucking a lot of witnesses and more black people. So the story is when I'm with my black friend, something shit goes down. Um, we went to area 51, and we went there to go fucking. Technically, we went the wrong way. We went through the, the, the front side, and there's a back way in, and we showed up to this truck stop. It was a fucking alien brothel, and we tried to convince this prostitute to dress up like an alien and fuck one of our guys. And this bitch wanted $5,000. I was like, hell to the fuck no. 
And we were like secretly filming us going. It was like basically a gas station in the middle of fucking nowhere. And it's a lot of activity because someone, as most of y'all know, uh, made a Facebook event page and was like, yo, on this day, we're going to storm Area 51. They can't stop us all. And then they turned into like many shitty music festivals that a lot of people showed up, but there wasn't much like. It was like it was like Fry Fest of the aliens, uh, and people fucking all drove out there, and we went there, and uh, I sent my whole team out there in the bump box van, and I flew there, showed up. Next thing you know, I'm fucking uh, at a concert with fucking my rock star friends, and I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta go to this thing. So we went out to the middle of nowhere, and we and we showed up to this gas station that was selling all these like shitty alien trinkets. And I had my little black midget friend, little Nick. He took his strong little fucking arms and climbed up this uh, billboard. And I'm sh- I think someone pissed in their mouth or something. And and uh, we just fucking were like, okay, we're here. And we stood around and we just talked to this hot Mexican chick who, who was married. that worked behind the, <laughs> well, the what, Slurpee machine. Where are we this- getting with this, though? Because there's so, so many uh, details. Okay, so we went there. We, we were like, yo, we're here. Where the fuck? So we, all right, I guess that's it. And we're nowhere near where we no, can no, what, be. No, 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 what happened? No, I'm telling you. Oh, so oh, oh, oh. We're, we're, we're kind of a meeting. We're, we're, we're accepting defeat. Yeah. Little did we know, we had to drive, I think, another, like, almost hour and a half back to Vegas, which is where we were staying. And uh, we get, we, I was like, man, it's so beautiful. We're in the middle of nowhere. Pull over, pull over. And we pulled over, and we got out of the van, and we are on the right shoulder of the highway. And uh, I was like, man, look at all these stars. And I had never seen, I guess, what now I found out was the Milky Way. Yeah. It was just like this. Gas is, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? But I wasn't, like, freaking out or yeah. anything. I was like, oh, this is cool. I was kind of like my little romantic, little, like, wow, yeah. man, look at life. What is it? And I'm looking, and there's zero light pollution. It's probably, like, Miles, like three or four miles before you can even see the like Vegas lights and shit. No, way, be- no, way. Yeah. Before. We're way, we're closer to the Area Fifty One side than of than the Vegas side of it. And uh, we we pulled over. And I said, "Hey, well, come on, let's you know, let's go check it out." And we saw the fence line that you're not supposed to cross, right? Uh, that's on the outskirts, so it's not like a high security threat or some shit. So I'm not gonna like try to convinced the audience that it was like yo we were right at that thing yeah. that said you fucking cross and you get shot or something it was nowhere near that but in the same region basically everything the one is like just no fly zone no fucking trespass giant grid in the middle of the desert and uh we rolled up to this side of the road we all started just looking and it's dark as fuck and i swear to fucking god okay i see this like orange like light that is literally like what looked like maybe three or four feet at the most above the ground and it's kind of turning and moving and i'm like what the fuck i start freaking out. i was like yo 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 look at the look, 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 look. like yo look at the look i'm like yo y'all see that and you can ask all, all the people that with me there's multiple people with me we're like whoa what the f-? and i start snapchatting this and uh i'm like is that a fucking like animal like, and its eyes are glowing, but I'm like, yo, the animal's eyes don't glow unless you shine a light on it. It's complete darkness. Of course, eventually I did break out my camera phone light and was, like, trying to make sure I'm not fucking tripping on barbed wire and fucking rocks and getting bit by a fucking rattlesnake in this desert. 
but started seeing this light move and it was like kind of like floating like almost like you would see like a lightning bug but it was way more distinctive and way more brighter and i was just like what the fuck is that and okay i know where i'm at i know we're all coming there to see something experience some shit which is what we hoped and i know that the human brain will play tricks on itself and get excited and also you're like oh scared how they always say that you know you never see ghosts on the beach and shit yeah like you get it dark and kind of like manipulate your mind and you start thinking crazy shit. Well, none of us were like on that type of realm. We were just like, oh, what, you know, let's check out the stars and look at. There's no one anywhere. We see this light, and I swear to fucking god, it just it got closer to us and then backed up and then moved, and we we're literally like it would disappear and then we would see it again. We're like, what? I was like, hold on, that ain't no goddamn coyote. That ain't no fucking. Like, is this a reflective beer can or glass? Yo, distinctive. I'm sober. I'm seeing this shit. I'm freaking out. And this, is, this isn't this is a typical alien UFO situation. This is, like, right above the fucking ground. And, right, we're on this, like, like I wouldn't say mountain, but, like, very hilly, hill, hilly-ous, like, region where it's... <laughs> Did you just make it Roman? Hilly-ous? Yeah. There's, like, a fucking a ridge, you know, a smaller kind of hill... We're right there on that, and we crossed the bob wire. We fucking started walking. We're trying to get closer to this, and as we got closer, I shit you not, and this is where the fucking goosebumps come in. I start feeling this. Um, uh, I, I, I start like hearing. I'm like, what the fuck? And no fucking bullshit. I need you to like understand this, and this is my hand on God. There is nothing that can drive up to us from either way on this highway. You know, you see those photos of the car and the horizon. You see it fucking like 10 yeah. miles away, and it's like a, a little glimmer of fucking heat. Cause yeah. You see the heat coming from the road. It's like blurry and shit. Ain't no fucking car coming. All of a sudden, this white car, you can hear roll up, and this guy... I couldn't tell if he was white or Spanish or what. I don't think he was black. He rolls down the passenger side window. He's like, hey, y'all okay? We're like, yeah, yeah. And we're like, we don't want to be like, yo, we see some shit out here. We don't say that. We're yeah. just like, yeah, we're good. We're good. He goes, all right. He turns he, he, he uh, turns his uh, lights on. We're like, what the fuck? We're like, hold on. First of all, where the fuck did this car come from? It had to have been hiding somewhere. We we're out there for a good five, ten minutes before we even crossed the highway. It's a two lane highway in the middle of nowhere. Okay. And all of a sudden this car comes up as if like, oh, they they were hiding or something and they rolled up on us and then it does a U-turn. We don't hear it coming or see it coming, no headlights. So this car was either hiding or fucking You say he turned his lights on though and what? They they did like a U turn. Yeah. It was on, it wasn't even on the road. It wasn't even on the road, bro. It was on the shoulder in like in the dirt and yeah. the gravel. And I was like, "Where's like yo?" I'm like, "Yo, like yo, hot rod, like what the fuck? Where'd that car come from?" He's like, "Bro, I was thinking the same thing." And I'm Snapchatting this, and I got goosebumps out my ass. I'm freaked out. So I'm in the moment. I can't be influenced yeah. by some shit. I'm like, I see this weird fucking floating light. I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm is the light still there? No, we don't see the light. And um, right after that. I start that we just watch the car drive off. We're like, 
Where the fuck did it come from? You can see the horizon. Yeah, yeah. There's no way this car just rolled up on us. And if, if it did, they're, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I can't explain that, okay? I'm not, I don't have the answers, Miguel. I'm just telling you the shit freaked me out. And then, like, within, like, two or three minutes after that, we're like, okay, we're, we should probably just get back in the Sprinter fucking van and get the fuck out of here. And all of a sudden, I'm here. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? What the fuck? And and everyone can feel it. Like it's like compressing your yeah. chest. It's a police siren that we see the car coming from the opposite way of the car rolled up on us. So wait, we see it like a good five minutes. Yeah, I'm I'm freaking out. I'm like, yo, let's get out of here. We start running, but then we look guilty. So I'm like, yo, let's just hold on, just sit still. I'm like, yo, yo, everyone chill, everyone chill. And we're just sitting there kind of like in, we cross back over the fence, but we're, we're like too scared to go run into the car because we look like you don't want to get yeah. caught running when something rolls. And we see like the police sirens. We see the lights. Yeah. But you can feel, and I guess they have this like new technology. I don't know. It's probably been out forever, but it's like to where it's for deaf people that they can com- send out this wave yeah. and you can feel it if you're driving your car yeah. or you had the radio up. You can feel the compression. It's kind of like they do on whale wars when they're yeah. attacking. Like, oh, we'll get you with our fucking sonar. It'll make you go crazy. You know, it's like some type of device like that. I don't know. And I guess the that area has that in their police cars. And then when it drives off, you can feel it go away. And it's like, oh, God. And the car went flying. It had to have been going like 100 miles an hour, this cop car. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I'm like, I had enough. I had enough. So we all get over there. All of us are very fucking startled and freaked the fuck out. I'm Snapchatting this whole thing. We get back in the van. We start driving. We don't even drive more than like three or four miles. We pull up. There's a fucking line of cars and there's a fire. And a car was literally on fire. I pull up. And we we did film this for the record. We did film this. But out of respect, we did never show this. But... uh, there was a a dead body laying right there in the middle of the road and from what i guess what we were were trying to gather that someone on a motorcycle did a head-on collision with this car and i can't and i'm just being honest i'm not gonna try to persuade anyone to think some fucking heebie-jeebie story but it appeared that the, the car that white car that rolled up and was like whatever was the one on fire and we could see the dead body right there in the road and there was another guy like laying down with his motorcycle helmet on in and to the left of the shoulder like kind of i'd say a good 40 or 50 feet off the road and we're literally like there's there's a semi in front of us we're the first people there basically and uh we're like the cops aren't even the cops there was one cop i'm sorry there was one cop the cop the cop car we felt the compressions in the chest they're there Next thing you know, they're looking at us like, yo, you, y'all got to get the fuck out of here. We're like, well, we're going to Vegas. We got to go that away. And they're like, no, nah, not today. And uh, we had to fucking go like almost two hours out of the way. We had to actually cross over into California to go all the way back around to Vegas. That's fucking nuts. And we got it all on camera. We just didn't show the dead bodies and yeah. stuff. And then we were freaked out. And... Maybe we just got overreacted. I can't explain the light. I can't. Ex- I I can definitely explain the compressions in my chest because when the cop car drove past us, flying, yeah, I yeah. didn't feel no more. 
But we were the first car to roll up, and all of a sudden this car's on fire, and there's dead bodies on the ground. And that's we just were, a wild one, man. Yeah, it's all on camera. So that's all I got. That's I don't, that has maybe nothing to do with UFOs. I don't know. Maybe we're the we were at the right place or the wrong time in the right place. I don't fucking know. But I saw some weird shit, and then I saw some dead bodies, and that was my trip to fucking Area 51. That's wild, man. Well, that's the end of this episode for tonight. Of course it is. Of course. Ended on a high note. Always, Except Mike. this time I don't have fucking notes to bitch about. Oh, we didn't talk about this or that. We just went on some fucking shit. We've only started digging deeper. And I know some of you, some of you enjoy the crazy sexual shit or the wild stories of me and Miguel's crazy life, but some of you want to hear intellectual shit, and we thank y'all for watching. If you're a member, if you're just uh, listening Listen on, on the podcast, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Please remember to rate us and subscribe, and tell your friends uh, that if you're really fucking bored and you got nothing to do with yourself, we release an episode once a week. Thank you guys so much. We love you. Uh, have a good, have a good one. Goodbye.